What's poppin', everybody? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Players Club Podcast, episode 77, coming at you right before we get into uh, our edible heaven. I was trying to make a rhyme there because it's Thanksgiving week, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what do you think, uh, uh, host Alan Moore? Wow, I almost called you Alan Moore. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who's Alan Moore? That's an actor, right? No, he is a prolific comic book writer or former comic book writer he he's the he if you if that he created he co-created uh watchman that's correct yes he, he cre- co-created v for vendetta right v for, for vendetta um i'm trying to remember the other one well, like the other big big one is it is i okay i'm a okay i just looked them up uh there's a league oh the yeah, League mm-hmm. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yep, there's one. And then the only other one I recognize from this list is Swamp Thing. Well, yeah, he he he's had the most prolific Swamp Thing run ever. Ah, okay. Like out, outshining uh outshining Len Wein and Bernie Wrightson. Hmm. I diggity damn. Wow. And also the killing joke, apparently, which they were kind of burying the lead in this list I'm looking at. Oh boy! Shout out to Alan Muir. Uh, or wow, what the, did I really just do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just reverse your guys' names. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's start from the top here. Shout out to Alan Moore, writer of a bunch of cool comics. But today I am joined here by Alan Muir. How you doing, homie? <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> I hope so. We were just talking about it right before we recorded, but now that G Four is back, I'm sure you're doing incredible <laughs> and you're not sick anymore like last episode i hope no i'm I'm doing much better excellent excellent glad to hear it um well i'm glad someone here is doing better because we're about to talk about some some gnarly shit because this episode uh we do have some good news to talk about uh because the xbox event did happen uh earlier last week at this point uh so we're going to talk about some of the stuff from that xbox event and some of the announcements the fact that halo is out and people are playing that right now that's super exciting um but we got to talk about this activision blizzard news as well that has been taking over at least a lot of my thoughts in the last couple of days so we got to talk about all the updates and stuff from there and yeah it's going to be an interesting episode uh there's a lot to be thankful for hopefully in this episode so Stay tuned. I say that saying, oh, we're going to have a bad episode. And then I say we have a lot to be thankful for. I don't know. I'm, I'm giving a lot of conflicting vibes here. So we're just going <laughs> to we're just going to slide into uh, the opening segment of the show like we always do. And we're going to start with what we've been playing. And we've been playing a lot of uh, actually we've been playing some contemporary things, but the contemporary things we've been playing have skewed very old. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and talk about well, that. Uh, yeah. Well, the two things I'm playing are basically the same thing. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I'm not sure how the second one is different from the first, but we'll we'll probably get to it. Uh, do you want to start with one of yours then? Yeah, I'll start with the I'll start with the one that I put I put the least time into, and that is okay. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Yeah, what the hell is this game? Uh, is it is it just a Pokemon like, or is it a little more complicated than that? Have you ever heard of Digimon? Yes, I I didn't. I didn't watch Digimon, but it was around me constantly for a good four years of my life. So I'm aware of what it is. It's just off-brand Pokemon to a certain degree. Well, it's constantly getting that rap. Like, is it getting closer to that? Well, actually, 
ironically, the show was rebooted last year. Mm, okay. Things were going well, and it ended because of COVID. Wait, did you, the animated series ended because of COVID? Really? That's what, yeah, that's what that, that's what, that's the excuse as to why the show, the mm. reboot ended. That, that fucking sucks. I'm sorry to hear that, but that also seems, I understand it, but I'm also like, dude, the things that have been done during quarantine, as far, especially as far as like, no, you don't have to be in person to make an animated TV show. So I don't understand what's up with that, but yeah. Yeah. So like, as I was going through, as I've been going through my Pokemon um, obsession lately, Mm -hmm. Josh mentioned uh, Cyber Sleuth and just recommended it due to the fact that it's it's compared to Pokemon. It plays sort of like other Pokemon games. Yeah. And I haven't I have not I have not been uh, sleeping well lately. Like I've been dealing with some insomnia. Mm. Hopefully not brought on by that sickness. I hope. No. Um, seasonal depression. So. Uh, OK. Well, hey. Well, is uh, Digimon Cyber? Is it Cyber Sleuth? Has that been helping with that at all? Well, I, I was, I like, I, I've been, I was up all, all like all night, uh, like let yesterday into today, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm either gonna play Pokemon or play Dragon Ball Z Kakarot with a modded save file, so I could, so I don't have to worry about like getting frustrated over losing over and over. Yeah, just turn on God mode. And I, oh no, there's no, there's no God mode for that game. Oh. <laughs> so, so I decided on on um Monday morning at like five thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. I just went fuck it and bought uh Cyber Sleuth and <laughs> a tale of impulse purchases. But anyway, <laughs> this and, so and you bought like, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I. I, I added Josh in the Facebook chat mm-hmm. and he just re- responded with the uh, Jack Nicholson, like nodding. Um, gift. Oh, <laughs> the intimidating one. <laughs> no, like the yes. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the one where Joel from Last of Us, they made a version of that with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And like I, I was debating whether or not to play it, mm-hmm. but I today at like five almost six six a.m i decided to record as much as i possibly could like record my entire playthrough just see how far i could get without like just try to make a long video which that's gonna be going up that's our scheduled to go up on um a week from today so okay pretty cool and it's not just like a 30 minute video it's an hour 40 minutes Oh, okay. Oh and, boy. Yeah, and I chose. To, I was going to say the title. The title because I, I was going to lead with. I was actually going to go for something different, but I just as an homage to um, Super Best Friends, mm-hmm. I just simply titled the video. How could my Digimon possibly be this cute? <laughs> I respect the throwback titling. Definitely or, on point. More specifically, how can I, how can my Palmon be, possibly be this cute? <laughs> it's too cute. It needs a patch. <laughs> and oh boy, yeah, uh, the game is wonderful. Like 
I've been it's I've literally haven't been thinking about it all, ever since I stopped playing it. Wow. I am I'm surprised to hear this. Actually, you know what? I'm surprised to hear it until while you were talking, I looked it up. It has a very positive rating on Steam. So people yeah. like this game a lot. And it has like super um, inspiring like story, like de- development story. Like it was going to be Japan only. And then there was a petition to have it localized. Mm-hmm. And the developers cited the online petition, which got like seventy thousand, like sixty or seventy seven, between sixty and seventy thousand uh, like signatures. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's been credited as like bringing or bringing getting the game localized. Wow, <laughs> online petitions do just actually do something apparently. <laughs> yeah, and. Like the game is about five, six, almost six years old. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it. Came out 2019. It looks like no, um, the like Cyber Sleuth came out in 2016. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm looking at the complete edition. Yeah, that came out earlier, apparently. Yeah. So originally it was a PS4 and Vita game. Yep, I remember the Vita version being a big deal because it was one of the last like super high profile physical releases for it. And I, I remember seeing stuff about Cyber Sleuth, what, like when it was come, like getting ready to be released. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just, I didn't, I wasn't into, digi, like I wasn't into Digimon at the time, or like I wasn't as into it as I used to be. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So I decided to watch the unofficial pilot for the series. Mm, okay. Okay. What's the unofficial pilot? What does that even mean? So if you if you go on YouTube and search Digimon Adventures uh, pilot, mm-hmm. it should be the first the first um, result. It's like the Digimon Adventures episode one, or or the Digimon Adventures the movie remastered. Huh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're talking about. And like it's it's not that long. It's only like fifteen, sixteen minutes. It's it's almost exactly fifteen, yeah. And it's, it's it kind of just condenses everything. There's no, there's literally no condensing. It's like it's just like a little short. It's basically like a little short film. Huh. And like the only thing that like they kept when the <laughs> show eventually became a like a actual like a like an actual series. Hmm. The concepts carried over, but nothing from that pilot which is why i refer to it as an, an unofficial pilot yeah nothing and, from that actually came forward well the characters carried over both digimon characters yeah and like the human characters okay pretty neat i guess and interesting yeah it seems like uh i don't know this digimon the digimon lore seems deeper than i might have originally given credit because <laughs> not only are you telling me all the stuff about the show itself but like the game itself seems to have like a, a story that people really care about and i don't know the fact that this condensed version i'm looking at it and i just clicked through it a little bit it has apparently is condensing a movie into 15 minutes and the credits are still in this video so like how they there must have been a lot of filler in that movie is all i'm saying uh no there's there's literally no filler that what you're seeing is the is the entire thing. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Hmm. I'm learning a little bit new every day. So, well, you said this is the one that you've put less time in. Um, I, so I, I mm-hmm. put about 
literally like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, okay. It's not a lot, but healthy enough to know what it is. So I, I want to ask this real quick. Do you think you're more excited to go back to this one than you are the other similar game that you're probably going to talk about in a little bit? I'm probably going to spend more time with the other game because there's more to it. Like there's a lot, of, there's more things to do. Mm, okay. Because like Cyber Sleuth has like the, their, the, the, the Digimon count is like between like 150 and 250. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. And you can, there's no like locked, um, like evolution chart. Yeah. So you can literally digivolve or devolve or or digivolve um, and like one one like one creature or one Digimon into another. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like it's sort of when you devolve a like one if you devolve one, it'll actually get stronger. Oh shit! All right. So it's like um, what was that um the mode that everyone hate or the the thing that with call of duty that started before oh uh uh prestiging yeah it's basically that like huh. getting getting to the highest amount like highest level you could possibly get then resetting okay that can be fun sometimes it depends on if the act of getting to that max level is fun enough to keep doing repeatedly yeah it's okay. actually it's i had more fun than i expected hmm. okay nice surprise i appreciate that huh so I and guess that's one you'll stick with a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, I was uh, the. Uh, I'll be I'll be honest because I I uh, said this on when me and Graydon recorded um, our part like our part of the Harbor Time Thanksgiving special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to talk talk about Guardian Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, God. Because that's what I need to get to. I. That was another one where I impulsively re- repurchased the game on Steam, and okay. I had, I put maybe f- an hour into it before refunding it originally, uh huh, because I just couldn't get it to run well. Yeah, understandably. Yeah, I get it. And I mean, I over the course of two days, I put in ten hours because mm. I literally Jesus. could not put because with that, I I literally could literally could not put the game down. Oof. God, I, so I, I guess get, you're loving it now, huh? Oh, I, I it affect it's affecting uh game game of the year stuff too. Like, a, oh, I, damn I it, created, don't tell me I gotta play this. Uh, you know I, what? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I made a, I added a new, another category because of a character in the in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I I remember seeing this in the chat. Yeah, I I slid in there when you announced that category, and I was like, let me drop some <laughs> real quick. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm not. I'm just gonna say that the character, the character that uh, inspired that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, at first, I thought, or I, I had reservations at first. Like, what if this ends up going bad, and it ended up ended up going very good. <laughs> it ended up paying off hundred, like two thousand percent. Wow. Okay. Because like this character is very pivotal to the story, and I'll I'll say I'll elaborate more when we do game of the year. All right. Well, you just I, I'm gonna tell you right now before I go on to the one of the games I've been playing. 
I have been sitting on the fence on whether or not I should pick up Guardians of the Galaxy right now because it's 25 bucks just about everywhere right now. And Walmart will give you a steelbook if you buy it on Xbox. And I'm just here like I have no excitement about the game. I don't really care, but people are liking it. And now you're talking about, oh, it's coming up in game of the year discussion. I'm probably going to pick it up when I get my paycheck. So, it, yeah, ironically, it's a much better. It's, it's more of it. It's more of a telltale game. And Telltale, Telltale Guardians game, really? Huh? Like just, just because of the the is the storyline super branching? I I as far as I thought, it was just you're doing the same things, but you're getting different versions depending on your conversations. But make it sound more crazy than that. Yeah, there are there there are branching paths, and if you act one way with a character, it'll pay off down the line. Hmm. Well, and like, can't. yeah, there are other moments where you have to like keep keep uh walk like basically as i refer, refer to it walking a tightrope mm-hmm. yep that's the one in order to keep a certain thing going to make sure things go well and mm-hmm. there's like there's a mode where or there's this like a game mechanic where you can uh rally the troops or rally the guardians yeah i heard about that yeah that mechanic and it's very much like a um it's very much like a, a huddle, like with football. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty neat. Like, that's great. The soundtrack is great. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about the soundtrack. I don't know. Just It's the type of game where it looks like it's going to be it's gonna be enjoyable, but it doesn't look like it's going to do anything special. But No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Like you're agreeing it does nothing special? <laughs> no, 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 not that. Guardian, um, not Guardians, uh, Avengers. Did nothing special. Gar- Guardians actually has an authentic message, and um, that authentic message, fantastic story. And I'm only, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm, I'm not like 55% done with the game. Like I'm, I'm li- like a little bit over the halfway point. Wow. Okay. How and long have you been playing? If you don't mind me asking. 11 hours. Okay. Halfway through the game, so it's about a 25-ish hour experience. That's not. It's a long, but it's not awful. <laughs> it's in the cart. I'll say that. It's in my cart um, on Walmart.com. I'll say your Mantis looks like a VTuber. <laughs> I mean, I always did kind of like Mantis from the movies, but that's a weird way to <laughs> portray her in the games. Just, just no, I mean like the way her her character model looks. Like if oh, you look, okay, her model. If you look if you look up Mantis Guardians of the Galaxy game, you'll see what I mean. And like Guardians of the Oh God Galaxy game. I'm looking that up right now. Let's see here. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I totally get what you mean. And like the um the characters in Avengers felt felt like there wasn't much development there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. There's so much like with Guardians, there's so much that you get a, like a mere glimpse of but don't get every, you don't get any like you, you if you play it a certain way you won't get more than that even then that's still more like these are really well realized characters okay huh so all right so i gotta I, play I, it is what you're saying yes and <laughs> i i basically say the same thing happened when uh i was talking to graden about it mm-hmm God, he where he he also said, oh, man, I got to play it now. Yeah, 
God damn it. Well, here we are. I got Wait. it in the cart. <laughs> I'll I, I'll buy it when I get my paycheck. This this is my game of the year, more than Life is Strange. Dude, uh, that's another one. I own Life is Strange because I bought it a couple weeks ago. Still haven't touched it. So I'm gonna have to do that. After I beat one of these games I'm talking about in a second here, I will be moving on to Life is Strange first. Cause I think that one's not gonna be 20 hours. So I no, can get through that one. Yeah, it's probably closer to 10 or 15, I'm guessing, but in any case, yeah, we got, there's a lot of games that I need to play. I still haven't touched Returnal. I still need to finish Deathloop. But before any of that, I said, hey, forget all these games on physical hardware that I can actually play in front of me. Let's play something in the cloud. So one of the games I played here is the Stadia exclusive that had a surprise release about a week or two ago at this point. Um, Wavetail from Thundershire, or what is it? Thunderful, excuse me. Thunderful Publishing. Um, yeah, this game is a Stadia exclusive. Uh, I don't know how long it's exclusive. I think it is on PC, but, um, yeah, it is a little, it's an independent game where you're basically playing as this young lady, this young girl, and she can float on water very fast. She can like kind of speed around. It's one of those games where you have kind of like Spider-Man where you have, you hold down the right trigger and it's just your go button. And you just you just swing with that button. But when you're on the ground, that's how you sprint. When you're on walls, that's how you go over walls. You run over, mantle over uh, uh, obstacles in the environment by just holding down that button. Wavetail is kind of a similar type of feeling where once you hit the water, you're just sliding through the water at high speeds. And you can kind of charge up a jump as well. I kind of think of it as less Spider-Man, even though I did use that example. It gives me a lot of Saints Row 4 energy with its traversal mechanics where the traversal is running on that water and then you can hold down X to or whatever the equivalent is on Stadia. The 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 face button on the bottom <laughs> is what I'll say. You can hold down that button and charge up a jump. So when you shoot out of the water, you shoot out really, really high. And then you also have like this electric net thing where the, there's the mythology of this game is kind of. It's very peculiar and hard to explain, but this little electric net can create lightning currents that tether you to certain objects. So you can use that to pick up little little orange droplets that are like the currency in the game, and you use those currency to buy costumes and whatnot. But you can use that net to collect those from a distance, so you're just in the middle of the air, hit the net button real quick, and you'll just like scoop it up. You can tether to ledges to get yourself, you know, if you're just short on a jump, you can just tether to the ledge and you're good. Then you can tether into these like jump pods where when you go through this little circle, it'll accelerate you through. You can tether to, they have these slides where a bunch of oil are coming through the slide and you can kind of like use it like a flume or a log flume or like a water slide in a water park, you know, something like that. Uh, the traversal in this game, what I'm trying to say is very satisfying. I really enjoy how it feels to move in this game. Um, when you're on the ground, because it's a 3D platformer, so you're going to be on the ground a decent bit. You're not in the water the entire game. When you're on the ground, it still feels pretty decent. Like you still got a decent running speed and everything, but it pales in comparison to how much it, how freeing it feels when you're in the water and you're just like, you're kind of like, you're not actually surfing. But the the groove yet you get into feels akin to surfing. 
where you you jump and then you glide over to the next obstacle then you tether onto that and you use the momentum to glide to the next thing and you just do that and repeat and repeat and then you have you know how every platformer has a, a hover ability your hover can take you very very far in this game uh so i'm covering like a good 40 feet just hovering from place to place sometimes and uh yeah the game feels great to play um if you if you look up wavetail you can see what i'm talking about when i say this next bit uh wait have you let me ask this real quick have you seen the trailer for wavetail that they showed through during the thunderful uh press conference they had earlier oh i i know i have absolutely no knowledge of this game really you have you've never seen anything from it no this, oh when, buddy when we get to the game i, I the game the, the other game i've been playing it's another another case of I literally went in. I I went in knowing nothing, mm-hmm. but I'll explain that when, more when I when I get to that. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, then this is a good one where you should you should definitely look into this one because I'm going to keep it real with you. This is a game. This is definitely a type of game that I would like, but I'm mainly only playing it because they announced it, and not only is it Stadia exclusive, it's free on Stadia Pro. And guess who subscribed to Stadia Pro? <laughs> So I, I just said, all right, I'm claiming it. I hopped onto it, turned on my Google Chromecast, and I've been playing it for a couple hours now. Uh, let me actually check. Because it. I don't think it's going to be that long of a game. I, I'm betting it's going to be under 10 hours. I think I'm like, yeah, I'm like an hour and a half into it, and I've been playing for multiple nights. So it feels like feels like a game that's not going to have that much to it because i it feels like it's a big open world like they put a compass on your map for waypoints and everything there's you you hit the the equivalent of the select button on the controller and it'll pull up a map and you can set your own waypoints and do pins and stuff like zelda um but it it seems like it's going to be a game that's pretty manageable overall uh and it's just so precious like like if you look at people out there i i I'm really saying you should go look at this game's art style, look at it in motion, look at it in screenshots. The art style on this one is super striking um, where it's kind of like, I don't even want to say it's painterly. It gives me Psychonauts energy, but where Psychonauts was just goofy in its presentation, this seems a little bit more sincere and saccharine and cute. Where Psychonauts yeah. is also can it be does. cute. Yeah. I'm, I'm you're you, you're seeing pictures. Right yep. Exactly. Like the um like the thumbnail for IGN's first 17 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. I I'm digging the art style of the, like the, the design of the character. Yep. Yeah, it has a very it has a very strong sense of style and it knows the type of game it wants to be, which for usually in games like this with this type of traversal where you're moving really fast and you're doing all this momentum based stuff and all that, usually the tone of those games are like the sunset overdrives of the world. Or I was actually going to bring that up. Like, mm-hmm. how I was going to say, like, ask how it compares to like Traversal and Spider Man or Sunset Overdrive. I mean, you can't top Spider Man because Spider Man is Spider Man. So that's kind of cheating. But it is it's similar to Sunset Overdrive, but kind of like the inverse, the direct inverse, where Sunset Overdrive, the way that you got momentum in that game was by grinding on rails or running on walls or bouncing off of uh umbrellas and stuff like that or in, and i remember in sunset overdrive specifically 
you would lose all momentum if you landed on the water until you unlock a certain ability that would let you slide on the water just for a second. And then you could use that to get enough momentum to get to the next, you know, buoy to hop on or something. In this game, you're not running on buildings. You're not running on walls. You're not doing any of that. It is just the water where you move really fast. And then certain tether points, like I said earlier, that let you slide to get more momentum or tether to to get more distance or to take you through a log flume. So it's literally the opposite of uh, Sunset Overdrive, but it still has that super fluid momentum where you're just like, you're just going. It, it really feels like you're like it has that vibe of surfing where you're just on the open water and you're just like, all right, just I'm here. I'm free and I'm just sliding. And then it has like this subplot where your grandmother is kind of like your caretaker. And she has a whole thing where she's like, don't touch the water. The water's bad. Like she thinks the water's cursed or something. And sure enough, you end up having to get into the water and then you find out about your ability to walk on water. And I'll tell you right now, I don't want to exactly spoil this part because I thought this part was really cool. How they, the way that she can walk on water is a really cool concept where I thought it was just going to be some Jesus shit and it's not some Jesus shit. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't, um, I just have to say this because I just I love it. I love what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, listeners, part to the recording, we were, me and Emma were talking about G4 and yep. I'm watching. I have the stream back on mm-hmm. and it's golden boy and complete completionist. And oh, like, okay. Right, right in the, like, like almost in like directly in view, but a little bit, barely out of it, like barely in focus. There's a, a, a super Nintendo and then 64. <laughs> yep. The N64 Classic. has WWF, no mercy in it. And <laughs> I wow. just, that, like they're going, they're they're going obviously with the classics, but this is a small go- world. <laughs> yeah, that's the game they have in there of all games. Wait a second, Lost and Ra- hold up. I'm looking at I'm on Thunderful Games' page right now. Why is Lost and Random on their page? Didn't EA publish that? <laughs> that think, is, yeah, they did. Yeah, I don't I don't know why Thunderful has it on their list. Maybe one of their developers that's under their umbrella made it and then EA published it. I don't know. That's very strange. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just going to I'm going to keep talking because my microphone works, but my headset disconnected. So while I'm talking, um, I'm going to swap my battery real quick to make sure that's connected. Um, but yeah, uh, Wavetail is really cool. Uh, I'm actually looking on their site right now. It says that it's a Stadia and PC exclusive. I'm not seeing where you can buy it on PC. So right now, it might just be a Stadia exclusive, which is honestly, I like Stadia. It's a bit of a shame that you can't play that on a PC or anything else. Even when Grime came out, which Grime is still only on PC and Stadia, it at least launched on PC and Stadia. I don't see where. Actually, let me let me Google it. Let me Google Wavetail steam just to make sure i'm not crazy because there could be a thing where it's like oh don't don't publish the fact that you can play this anywhere else wavetail release information for pc um yep nothing's up yet uh it's supposed to come out next year for steam so hey good on stadia for getting themselves honestly stadia has gotten a couple exclusives they got that uh what's that game from the pixel junk people um I think it's called survival. You know what? I have Stadia up on my screen. Give me a second. Cause I got it for free with pro. <laughs> I played a couple minutes of it. 
Um, they've had a couple of games come exclusively to their to their uh, network or whatever you want to call it. Ah, uh, god damn it! Their service. Yeah, their service. Because Stadia Pro is basically like their PlayStation Plus, where you know all their games are up here, but you have to clean them when they're up, or else it's gone forever after the fact. Um, where is it? I'm scrolling through. Let's see if I can find it in the next several minutes. I have Journey to the Savage Planet on here. Okay. I might play that too. <laughs> There's a lot of games I have on here to the point where I don't remember all of them. Oh, Dead by Daylight? I didn't think I had that. Um, okay. I need the Gardens Between? Okay. <laughs> I, I was just how, talking about. Yeah. This is... this is an ad suddenly for Stadia Pro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I because I was just thinking, oh, the gardens between. I want to play that, but I don't want to play it on my phone because it doesn't really track my gameplay and achievements and stuff. I have it on Stadia and they track all my gameplay time and achievements. So that's perfect. Uh, but yeah, I actually have Little Nightmares 2 on here as well, which I plan to play through Stadia Pro. So a lot of Stadia backlog stuff that I have. I cannot find where this godforsaken game is. No way. Pick. Pixel Junk. I think it's called Pixel Junk Survival. Pixel Junk Raiders. That's what it is. That was a Stadia Pro or just a Stadia exclusive in general. And they've had like one or two other Stadia exclusives throughout the years slash months. But this is the first one where I feel like the right now, because you guys will be listening to this. I'm planning on editing this tonight, putting it up tomorrow before I go to work. This is right before Thanksgiving. There is a deal right now. The Stadia Pro bundle. $22, get yourself a Chromecast, uh, three months of Stadia Pro, and a controller. Or if you go to Stadia right now and just buy a $30 game or more, you get a free Stadia Pro. They'll send you an email. I'm telling you right now, Wavetail is probably worth that. <laughs> like, get get just pay $10 for a month of Stadia Pro. You don't even need a Stadia controller. Like, if you're on PC, get an Xbox controller, hook it up to your PC, and then you're good to go. I've done that several times. I think it's worth that price alone. Uh, it is a really fun game. It is a really sweet game. It gives me kind of adventure time vibes with like the singing and stuff. There, there's one scene I got to the other night where she's just flying and she's talking to another character as she's running through the water and she just starts singing out of nowhere. The main character you play as just starts singing this really sweet song and my heart just melted. And then at the end of the song, she was like, like the other character just looked at her crazy and she just like said, oh, that's the song that my mom used to sing to me whenever I had nightmares at night. And I was like, that is the most precious thing. I'm going to fucking cry. So, yeah, Wavetail's really good. Um, where, I'll, where, where, yeah. where, where's, where does it rank when it comes to like um, oh, 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 Fiona from Adventure Time? Oh, God. See, I I I shouldn't have mentioned Adventure Time because I have never seen a full episode of Adventure Time. <laughs> Oh, Adventure but, Time is so good. I know everyone loves it. That's another one where I don't know if that's on my backlog, but it's one where I, if I got into it, I'm sure I would like it. But I'll say it it doesn't carry a candle to the emotion that I hear about from Adventure Time. Like Adventure Time seems like people lose their fucking minds about that game. This game, or that they lose their mind about that show, but this game seems like it's evoking that type of vibe. I'm not necessarily saying it's as strong as that show. But it is trying to do that type of thing. And I think it's doing it pretty well, if you ask me. So I don't know, man. You talk about Game of the Year talk. For me, this isn't my Game of the Year. But it might be in my top 10, which is going to hurt because I'm going to have to kick out Biomutant. And I'm one of the only people left. 
Uh, am I going to create another category called like <laughs> sweetest game? <laughs> no, no. Um, like stuck between a rock and a not game of the year play. Like not game of the year, but close. A category where it's just the rejects of game of the year. <laughs> yeah. Like the almost game of the year. Nah, that that's so lame. We got other categories here for people to get recognized for stuff. We don't we don't need a, a 43rd category. We don't have 43 categories, but let's not get there. <laughs> I mean, I may I may have stuff the the ballot with the guardians. I mean, oh, Lord. I mean, not guardians, gardeners of the galaxy. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Okay, we have 18 categories right now. And I don't want us to do the thing we did last year where we had we had three days of podcasts, but like we had to shove a lot into some of those days. So I might stretch it out to like four or five just to keep us from not losing our fucking minds every night. Um, because five nights within a month, I feel like we can do easier than three nights and it's like three hours every night or four hours for the game of the year talk. Good God, that was a day. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm going to figure it out. We're, we're going to figure that out. But long story short, Wavetail, it's a good ass game. If you have Stadia, give it a shot. If you don't have Stadia Pro, it's worth the $10 for just this month, just to try the game out. Um, you're actually getting a lot of good free games next month too. Falconeer is going to be free. Destroy All Humans is going to be free. Like Stadia Pro is a pretty damn decent subscription service. Like PlayStation Plus, we talk about being a pretty good deal because some of these games are really good. Stadia Pro gives you like five games a month at this point that are mostly decent. So maybe it's worth it if you got good internet. That is the big caveat. If you have decent internet, try Stadia. If you don't, stick to the traditional stuff. But yeah, that's all I got to say for Wavetail. Um, so yeah, speaking of cute games for the whole family, uh, seems like you've been playing a game that I don't know if it, it's definitely cute. I don't know if it's for the whole family, but we'll, we'll talk about that. So uh, tell me about your time with the next game that you've been talking about, Al, while I run and go get a drink because my throat is going to die. <laughs> but I'm still listening. Go ahead. Okay, so next, the other game I've been playing is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, which is the... it's uh, I don't want to say remake or remaster because it's not really either. Or it's somewhere, it's like somewhere, somewhere in between. And when I mentioned that I went into this game, into the game knowing nothing, I meant that literally because every, I, I own, I technically own Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, mm-hmm. but but they're all fake. Like they're literally, like they don't have the game on the cart at all. That type no, of fake. No, no, the game is on the cart, but a very brief period of the game. Oh, it's like, like maybe, a demo. No, not a demo. It's like a bootleg. Oh, okay. Yeah, you told me about the bootlegs, but I wasn't sure like what actual software <laughs> was on there. It's like the game will be on there, and once I'll boot it up on my uh, DS, it'll just like I'll get maybe a minute or two in, and once once it hits gameplay, crashes. Hmm. <laughs> okay, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> Gotta yeah, love like, bootleg software. The fact that I I I, I lucked out and managed to get like uh versions one and two of Pokemon Black. Okay, is, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, like I wanted to tr- at least try one of the those because I hear all the time that like I keep seeing it I keep getting recommended a certain U- YouTube video saying Pokemon Black Black and White, a game so good that it that it killed the series. Damn. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah, like so good. Like it, it overwhelmed the whole thing, and just 
killed it. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, Brilliant Diamond is Gen four, Gen four of Pokemon. So right after uh, Ruby, Sapp- Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, and takes place in the Sinnoh region, which is you know a thing. Yep, <laughs> we all know of it. All the Pokemon fans know. Let me not get fake valor. <laughs> yeah. So the game has. I don't know if it. It's now I expected like not not in a good like not in a bad way, but not in a good way. Hmm. Is it like is it underwhelming, or is it taking just a sidestep you just were not expecting? Okay. So like I I played uh, the 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 remakes of the of Gen. Generations one through three, okay. So like fire red, leaf leaf green, uh, heart gold, soul soul silver, soul silver, uh, mega ruby, alpha sapphire. Mm-hmm. Okay, and those were all developed by Game Freak. Hmm. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which I don't know why I, I I made the mistake of buying. Like apparently, I can't play it. I can't like alternate between my Switch Lite and Switch regular. If I oh play, no! So yeah, you, you got to play it one place. Yeah, I can only play it on my regular Switch, which has shit a shit mm. battery. Damn it! Well. Like it, it got to the point where I, like I was, I was getting. Um, have you ever heard of the um, the medical condition TD? Mm. Like, like what? The, Slightly. It's it's also it's also referred to as um, piano hand like piano fingers like like piano. Oh, like yeah, the like the kind of like the cramp hand type thing. Yeah, like it got to a point where, where um, yesterday, last night, I was like, before I started recording with Graydon, I was playing, I was playing um, Brilliant Diamond, and like my hand was starting to like mess mess up. Oh, jeez! And I don't think I can play like I don't think I, I think I, I don't think I can play my uh, my regular Switch anymore. Like I, I think I have to keep it permanently docked because. You, I, mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> It's okay. I um, talked over you for a second. My bad. But by, by the time I was like, I, I was, it was like, it, it was happening over and over again. Like my hand was acting all buggy. Mm-hmm. Conveniently, the game, like my, the battery, battery was dying. So I had to um, save, turn the game off and charge it. Okay. I haven't played it since. And my original plan was like, this, like, as I mentioned with Digimon, mm-hmm. I, at like 5.57 in the morning to about 7.30, I was recording that gameplay. Yeah. And what I, what I planned to do was take a quick nap and try to do like a two-hour two video on of just of like literally nothing but ga- gameplay of um, Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl. Hmm. I, wasn't, I wasn't able to do that because I woke up or I, went to, I fell asleep. But I fell asleep in the wrong uh, position, so mm. I woke up, got up, got out of bed, and almost fell because my I was I slept on an angle where my like my uh, my shoulder was or oh like, like you my, put a bunch of weight on your shoulder or something. I sort of like was sleeping in a in like a candy cane like style. Oh no! Where like it was like it, well, wait, were your feet the bottom of the candy cane or the top? Uh, bottom. Okay. Oh God, that's like, even was, worse. Yeah. Uh, so like I, I, I like I went. I ended up having to go back to bed for another nap because I was like almost 
like falling asleep or God. almost passing out. Got to so, lay back down flat this time. No, I I made the same mistake same mistake twice. Oh no! So oh my God. the moral of the story, kids: sleep. Do, do not sleep in a zigzag style, or don't yeah. sleep in a candy cane style. Sleep on your back or on your on your stomach in the in a single line. Exactly. Like keep keep your sleeping positions nice and simple. Because I'll tell you right now, some of the best sleep, or I ain't gonna say the best sleep, but what I never have broken my back since I I bought a I bought a pillow to sit in for my chair, like one of those like U shaped seat pillows. I don't know what you call them, but since I bought that pillow, if I lean my chair all the way back to where it's flat and just like feet on the ground, but my entire knees to head are all flat in one line, I never wake up in pain. <laughs> so like. I'm not saying everyone out there should do that. I'm saying that works for me. The flatter I sleep, the less problems I have the next day usually. But honestly, the best case scenario is buy yourself a Tempur-Pedic mattress that folds to your curves. <laughs> That's probably the best choice for everybody. I do not have a mattress like that. I have wooden springs from the 70s, but it's working. So, hey, it is what it is. One of these days when I get enough money, I'll move out of here and get a new mattress as well. How about that? But yeah. Good God. Uh, so all that came from the Pokemon discussion. <laughs> yeah, but just before we uh, switch to the unfortunate, well, I'm, I, have, I have a feeling it's going to be an unfortunate disaster. Oh, God. I'm going to have because... a little bit more hope than that, but I understand. <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking about what, the game. You, the, the, your game. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah. So, I mean, l- let me ask this real quick before we go on to the game that I'm going to talk about here. Um, do you think you're, so you said, do you, do you think you're going to do that whole big ass video about it? Do you think you're going to play it for that much longer? I want to, because I'm, I'm, it's, it's not, it's not really polarizing. Like I'm not really polarized with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm there. Are, I'm loving certain, like certain things like the, um, the ability to put stickers on, like customize your pokeballs. Oh man, that, mm, okay. that didn't that didn't kind of, that did not come out right. <laughs> Technically, you can all customize our pokeballs. You know, I know some people that don't have them anymore. Oh god, let me chill. Let me chill. God bless them. Um. Okay. So. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to uh, like that. There's another another concept that was in Diamond Pearl Platinum that actually made it into the the re-release is the grand underground. Hmm. Okay. I haven't heard and, that part. Yeah. So the grand underground is like an under is literally a, an underground like series of environments mm-hmm. filled with um, like filled with people. Like you can choose to do local internet, like play, play, play be yeah. like going to the grand underground with people near nearby or people who are on the like ship connect to the internet and hmm. you, do that wow okay that's pretty neat and i i i'm i was trying to um c- capture poke get pokemon that were that weren't like were cl- hard to straight up impossible to catch with regular pokeballs <laughs> okay like Play i wanted to get mode. i wanted to get a murkrow i wanted to get a a um a psyduck mm-hmm. and i ended up like I ended up catching, uh, I think mainly those two. Yeah. And like I chose uh, Piplup, 
which is like the the water slash peng- the water penguin penguin Pokemon. The water penguin. Yeah, I get you though. Yeah, <laughs> it's a funny sentence though. And I'm I'm sort of like doing like the I'm I'm doing nicknames, but just funny funny or like just alternate alternative takes on the names. Mm-hmm. Like that that I think are funny. <laughs> okay. Give us one example real quick. Okay, so uh Starly, which is like the one that like the it's the Pidgey of Okay, yeah. Of the game. Yeah, I got Pidgey in my head, yeah. And instead instead of Star Star uh Starly Starly or Starfly? Or no, Starly. That's the mm-hmm. name. I just went Starfly or Starflight. Like F L Y T E Starflight. I like that. And I just couldn't <laughs> stop hearing uh, like uh, like a eighties rock band singing like Starflight, good night. Oh my god. <laughs> like in the tone of don't stop believing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's on point. I like that one. <laughs> um another one was I, I went to the I went and caught a uh I caught a uh, Geo dude, and just because I wanted to do this, I want. I just wanted to name it this. I just named it Geo Dash Bro. <laughs> Geo Bro. Like I'm. I'm not. Like I'm keeping. I'm paying attention to the genders, and na- like naming it accordingly. Yeah. Like my my Psyduck that I caught, I named it Psyquack, but S Y, like capital S, lowercase Y. Capital Q and U A C K. I and my I want I I took I uh, took some screenshots of the uh, of the Pokemon the the Pokemon I caught I caught two of it because I wanted to I'm a, I I want to tweet at a certain per, certain person on Twitter because mm. it's a it's you 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 know the the Pokemon Zubat. Zubat. I've heard of that one. I'm gonna like, look it up. It's it's basically like the, the the blue bat Pokemon from like Gen One. Yes. Okay. I got. I see an image now. Yeah. I know exactly who they are. So I I caught one that I I I thought was a male, but was a female. So and I wanted to name it Zubaz. <laughs> Zubaz. After okay. uh, after the, the the hit character from uh, Dive Kick. Yeah. From the hit game Dive Kick, <laughs> based on the character from like a, a like an un, unrealized character from the plan for the original Street, uh, Street Fighter, huh. yeah, who was late, who was later like the whose existence was made well aware by uh, Wooly from Wooly versus and formerly uh, Super Best Friends. So I <laughs> I went and caught I named it I named the the females we bet. Zubaz, like Zu, Z U B A B A H S, or B A H Z. Oh, okay. <laughs> then all I the went, name and variations. Then I found an, a male one, caught it, named it, and just straight up named it Zubaz. <laughs> and, and I, I just, yeah, I. Uh, yeah. I'll say you're on point with it. You're definitely on point with it. Good God! So, so you are having a decent bit of fun in this uh, in this new Pokemon game, it seems. So, you know, perhaps perhaps that video will come out after all. I'll, I'll say right now. Well, number actually, one, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I want 
I want to give some uh, give a YouTuber a shout out, a shout out because oh please they're uh, like I I was getting rec- recommended um, videos from this person like on like in the algorithm yeah I get you and they're and they did the whole like subscribe thing I yeah was like, like subscribe all that good stuff yeah and I was like uh fine <laughs> the begrudging like and subscribe. But then they ended up being good. It sounds like, yeah. Um, Austin John plays. Okay, Austin John plays. Yep. Boom. I'm gonna put them in the description. <laughs> yeah, because like he um he has like he has a ton of vi- video so far on a game that's only been out maybe a week or two. God damn. Yeah, I'm looking at him. Homeboy's like, a machine. The game the game's only been out like four or five days. Dude, he put out three videos today. One of them's forty minutes long. Yeah, like what he the hell? he has um a video on like the the essential pokeballs to get, and he has some, he has some he has uh, fun with the terminology like like remember like using pokeballs um consensually <laughs> or touching like or yeah um, make sure the Pokemon are cool with it. Yeah, uh, like make sure to get consent. Yeah, and uh, like <laughs> the one that really like, oh man, I'm this is gonna make me rich. There, there's an like there's a uh, there's an like a pokey device, like where it's mm-hmm. basically like the it looks like a um, a phone from the '90s, like a, or a very primitive uh, touch phone. Oh, okay. Like a like black... the original iPod or not iPod iPhone? Excuse me. Uh, no, like a. Uh, like a blackberry oh okay like a pda type thing yeah and there's you get different uh i think it's, i think the name of it is the poke the poke, poke catch mm-hmm. and you can get you have you'll you'll have different uh tools for it like there's a, a step counter like literally every step you, you you take you can just have it just displayed and just reset it if you want hmm. okay novel idea Pokemon Go influenced. <laughs> there's a there's a like a there's a clock in there. There's a calculator. Why hmm. calculator? I don't I don't know. Boy, and like, as yeah. as the game goes on, you get more more um, add-ons. So I get so I got like the Poke Radar, which helps find um, items that you can't that you can't normally see. And there's okay. there's one uh, called the uh, Versus Seeker, which is like facing uh going back and having rematches against people trainers you you beat and mm. there's like a i wouldn't call it a glitch or like a it's more of like a it's not something hidden in the game like, like sort of like an easter egg yeah so like if you if you face a certain trainer that and you have the amulet coin or the amulet pendant yeah yeah like which will greatly increase the amount of money you get hmm. you can just like repeat the same the same trainer or trainers and get a bunch of money jesus so okay. like i it got to a point and this is where the td td um stuff came like started happening yeah yeah i found uh, um i found two, uh, two trainers like a a dual or like with uh certain pokemon trainers there's like you have to face two of them at once with mm-hmm. 
like they'll send out two Pokemon and you you send out two. Yeah. I get I managed to get ten thousand uh yen each time I, I win. Holy shit. And hey, like fuck. yeah, like I'm I'm just like getting rich <laughs> quick. And I had to stop and move on to the next uh, location because if my if my uh prep like if it if it evolves like at all it will stop it it will stop listening to me and i will it will be utterly useless <laughs> damn well hey you're you're up there making more money than uh than than fetty wap <laughs> uh that's such an obscure reference no one's gonna <laughs> oh no one's gonna know what that is um my still pretty impressive going back to the naming thing mm-hmm, yeah there's a there's a um like an electric uh cat uh pokemon electric cat gotcha i think its name is uh is it elissi <laughs> or I, it's... I was gonna combine shock and kitty but then i realized that's just shitty <laughs> no i think it's actually shrinks or something oh okay even weirder I'll take it though. And I just straight up named it Shunk. Like S S C H O double O N K. God. It's like the past tense of Shank almost. <laughs> Good God. Like it's it's uh, it's fun. I mean it's 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 fun. It, it's not it's, canon or anything. Yeah, it's like like it's another thing I learned from the watching the best friend to rest friends, um, Nuzlocke. Mm-hmm. If you catch a Pokemon, like if you catch a bunch of Pokemon and don't name it, so that's the equivalent of getting a dog and naming it dog. <laughs> True. It's yeah. like, like the the rational thing to do would be like, get a dog, name it, start sniffs a lot, or just just go straight up, just, just go just try, try to beat Polonicarus and go head to head, play chicken with the sun, just name it God. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would be a very inspired choice. But then I don't know. I feel like you get enough Pokemon, you start running into like the 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 grandparent problem, or not even yeah. the grandparent problem, but like any parent. Once there's too many children to account for, you for, you start forgetting their names. Like my grandma, there's only three of us in my family, but because there's other brothers and sisters of my parents that had kids you talk to her and she's like hey what's up johnson not wrong kid uh daniel wrong kid emmett there you go <laughs> like uh, you know actually like ironically mm-hmm. d- despite my despite being sick for most of last week yeah like i was sick like the entire week mm-hmm. i managed to put in like eight nine hours already and I only have two two gym badges. Wow! <laughs> but I have like almost fifty Pokemon. So, hey, you've been you've been accomplishing the primary goal of all these games, which is to catch them all. So, can't no, even be that, mad. That, that is not that is not even close anymore. Because <laughs> like I jokingly like I jokingly searched uh, I'm searching for something Pokemon, and it's like another recommended video, updated Pokerat. And I'm like, oh, I, I, okay, this was, what? It's 15 minutes long. Oh no! Oh, and it's, it's like every single one. Every single one so far, like <sighs> from Gen One all the way to Gen Eight. Oh God, I could. That would. Ugh. And like, I, at first it was like I was singing along to it because it was like going with the original uh, melody, but mm-hmm. then it's like 
there's no rhyme. There's no, are there, there's no like, there's no rhythm to it. <laughs> yeah. There's literally nothing there. Oh God. It would take me probably 20 years to figure out, <laughs> to, to sing that, to learn all the lyrics for that. Cause that's just such a long ass song at that point. Yeah, oh like my God. The poker rap itself for Gen one and is like three, four minutes. And yeah. like it went from literally the poker, poker rap with like some really catchy stuff to, Pokerab GS. It's like for the Gen Gen 2. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> and it's it sounds like um it sounds like a certain um Key and Peel sketch. Like the the oh. acapella group one. Oh god, I barely remember that one, but yeah, I remember like, the bit of that. Like the face that um Jordan Peel makes <laughs> when he's when he's trying like when he's doing the uh the solo the solo note. <laughs> God, like that face he makes. Yeah, I imagine, like it's just I imagine it's just like uh, all white people making that face. <laughs> oh my god, that's pretty rich. Huh. Well, Pokemon continues to be wild. Continues to be way deeper than even I comprehend. But hot damn, that song. Good luck to you if you're trying to do the new Pokemon rap with all the updated Pokemon. But, um. I ain't doing that. Instead, what I'm doing is yeah, way I, better use of my time. I, I I'd share the link, but I don't mm. want to put them. On, I don't want to put them on blast. Yeah, <laughs> like, like probably like, for the best. Yeah, because like that, that is a daunting task, and I I wish them nothing but success. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just good luck on them. I'm praying for them. But uh, speaking of prayers, Rockstar. Oh God. They need a lot of prayers right now <laughs> oh. <laughs> to get a masterful segue in there. Um, I'm really proud of that one. That was really good. Uh, yeah, Rockstar Games been they're down bad with this Grand Theft Auto trilogy definitive edition uh, remake remaster. Uh, at this point, I think it's fair to say it's a botched remake. But I've been playing a little bit it's of it. An, it's an unmitigated disaster. You know what? I'm not even gonna say all of that because I got some controversial things to say about this these games here. So, oh, if um, I like. Got- if only I mm-hmm. had an air horn, I could just like, oh my God. Part, like a bud, like a. Burn, 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 burn. Oh, God. Burn, 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 burn. Hot take alert. Hot take alert. Uh, here we go. Now, I don't know if it's that hot of a take. I feel like these, what I'm going to say makes sense, but I'm going to stop beating around the bush here. Um, I've been playing uh, the GTA trilogy. I actually bought it the day it came out, just about. Uh, I played San Andreas because it was on Game Pass. I just wanted to see baseline do these games play better. Like all I wanted, yeah. I, I can't, I can't joke because I like a little bit after you put 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 up that tweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, talking about how they play better and everything. No, uh, the one about how it's like how how is it not out yet? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I immediately went and pre-ordered the game. Oh God, like you the, are the, all three games. You are, and, and I, I I immediately regretted it. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have done that. Hopefully, it'll give you your money back. Uh, no, wait, where'd you no. pre-order it? Um, Xbox or oh, Microsoft X- Store. I mean, how you didn't put that many hours into it, did you? No, I I I chose the wrong thing. Like I chose, I, cho- I cho- like it says first. It said like you're eligible for a refund. Tell us why, and I oh, and, no. and I just pick I, I as as a certain character in Indiana Jones says, you have chosen. Holy. Oh, damn it. 
Yeah, because Microsoft is actually pretty decent about refunds if you haven't played it that long. But yeah, if you choose the wrong option when you're doing the process online, it can like, just. I should know. Quickly. I should know better. Like I, I do this so many times on Steam. Mm. Hey man, happens to the best of us, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> happens to the best. Of like us. with Cyberpunk, I or some I forget, I think Cyberpunk was a game. Like I, I refunded it maybe three times. Damn! Holy shit! <laughs> All right, I ain't do all that. Then again, I only bought Cyberpunk once, and it's for ten bucks, so I'm I'm content with my purchase, even though I haven't played the Dude, game. I bought i I pre-ordered it pre-ordered the uh, digital version mm-hmm. via Amazon. It's still pending. Wow! Does it not even let you cancel or anything? No, it says pending verification. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Amazon's wildin', but. Hey, what else is new? Shout out to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> They're always wilding. But yeah, to, to get back on topic here for this uh, GTA collection. So uh, I played San Andreas just a little bit just to see how it played. And there were two tests that I wanted to wanted to try out here because originally I started with Grand Theft Auto 3 and there's a sniper mission early on in the game about like an hour or two in that on uh playstation 2 which is not i didn't play this game on playstation 2 i'm basically starting from the ps4 port of the ps2 game where they didn't change any of the graphics any of the controls or anything so it's literally the ps2 controls there's a sniper mission in gta 3 where you get the sniper rifle but the controls are inverted aiming the sniper rifle is inverted by default and there is no way to change it and I got to that sniper rifle mission and I got in position. I scoped in, realized you couldn't change it. And I was like, all right, well, not playing this and just dropped it from then on out. Uh, so then months later, I went to San Andreas, the same situation, the PS2 game put on the PS4, no changes or anything. And there's a motorcycle mission. There's a motorcycle chase very early in the game where you have to basically chase this guy throughout the entire city. Uh, and if you fall too far behind, you lose the mission and have to restart the entire thing again. And if you uh, crash, you lose the mission. You can also kill your companion on accident if y'all both run off of the motorcycle at too high of a speed. And the game is just very finicky about the motorcycle as well because you you hit something at like nowhere close to your top speed and you guys will go flying off the handles just so far. And it was very frustrating, blah, blah, blah. And also... Bad controls. You couldn't control this using the typical like driving controls of right trigger, left trigger. You had to use X to go forward and square to reverse. It was awful. <laughs> I hated it so much. And so I couldn't get through that motorcycle chase. So I gave up on the entire Grand Theft Auto trilogy on PS2 on PS4. I gave up. So when this re when these remasters got announced and I heard GTA 5 style controls, I got excited. That was the main thing I was excited about. Sure higher frame rate different visuals better visuals whatever i was excited for the gameplay now i will say what i was looking for just those gameplay enhancements have served me well uh when i played san andreas initially i was able to i got to that same motorcycle mission and i think they changed something in the mission design where i could get way further away from the guy without it triggering a fail state and also because i'm driving with the triggers i crashed so so many fewer times it wasn't even an issue like earlier every time i went around the corner i'd fuck up and hit the edge of the corner and then we'd all fall off 
So now it's like, okay, now I can drift around corners pretty easily. How? And I was able to follow them all the way to the destination. Yeah. Is this yeah. like the mm-hmm. um is this like the armored car that you're supposed to rob? Or no. Yeah. I mean okay. the armored car was actually pretty easy because what I found, I just I bucked him off the road into a corner and then I backed up behind him and he wasn't able to back out. He was just going forward. So eventually he just ran into the wall long enough to where the health bar went down and I was able to take the vehicle. So <laughs> that was never a problem. The the mission I'm talking about, it wasn't where you had to rough them up. It was where you had to follow them and kill them. And if you could do a drive-by, perfect. I couldn't get close enough to him to do a drive by. So I had to just follow him the entire throughout the entire city until he went to his hood where he had a bunch of homies waiting for us. And then we just got off the bike and just shot all of them or we ran over most of them and then got off and shot the last guy and him. So yeah, that's the type of mission it is. But that mission is the one I was worried about, worried about for San Andreas. And I was able to get through that mission just fine. And so I was like, all right, that was the test. So I stopped. I put down San Andreas because I want to play through the entire trilogy in order to see the progression. I went to GTA 3, started GTA 3, and that sniper mission I talked about where I couldn't do everything because it was inverted, it is by default. It is not inverted anymore, and it controls a lot better. It is no longer... I forget how to even do it in the original GTA, but it was all lock-on aiming. Now in this one, you can still do lock-on, or you can just do the traditional behind-the-back, just aiming from behind the shoulder like every other third-person game in the world. It worked perfectly, and I was able to get through that sniper mission in the first try. And, well, not the first try, second try, because I didn't realize how fast the guy would be going. And by fast, I mean not fast at all. But um, yeah, I was able to shoot everybody, and it worked out. So I've played a good bit of the. I've played a good bit of GTA Three. I've gotten to the second island. I never did that in any Grand Theft Auto game. I played a lot of Liberty City Stories back in the day on PSP, but even then, I didn't get past the first island because I would just boot up the game and fuck around. So oh, I'm I, on the second island finally. Mm-hmm. I got. I would. I. I would always get get to second second island, but I would get there by ha- doing the flying car cheat. Oh yeah, <laughs> and have like uh, just the, the the like the most wanted level. Yeah, or just be just gigantic. Oh god, yeah, I totally did that. I did so many stupid things like that. <laughs> in in, I didn't try to glitch myself into. Actually, no, I didn't glitch myself onto the second uh, map. But what I used to do is, I there was a cheat code for a plane or something, and I would fly the plane, and then it eventually would load in the second island, and I'd be technically in the second island but i wasn't on the ground so i wasn't familiar with the streets and everything so once i got to the second island in gta 3 this time it was all new terrain it was all stuff i had never seen before so it was like oh man this is new refreshing special different like it's very cool now now i say that to get all the praise out of the way i've seen all the glitches that people are sharing online i've seen the bugs i've seen the visual problems the differences for me my opinion on this, and this is where the hot take might come into play. I am not so, I'm not really bugging out, no pun intended, about these glitches too much. Because in my head, to my opinion, I don't have perfect memories of these games to get sullied by these bugs and glitches. I've always thought these games were janky. I've always thought these games looked bad. I've always thought these games were like, kind of trash and when i say they're kind of trash i don't mean they're bad games i mean they are products of their era these games are from 2001 
2002 and 2000, what, four? Or maybe no. No, it's 2001, Okay, one, three, and five. Okay, that is correct. Yeah, so these games are a product of those years. It is a product of those times. They made a big-ass open world, and the cost of a big-ass open world with all this voice acting and stuff, graphically, it's going to look hideous. <laughs> so I've never thought these games were like incredible when i heard that they were making a definitive edition i unless they were gonna make this like some crazy we're changing the entire art style if they were gonna have it look at all like the original games it was gonna look janky it was gonna look weird now some of the comparisons i've seen it definitely looks like they've taken some creative liberties in certain places uh like some character models look completely different than their original character models i don't really feel anything about that because I didn't see the original character models, but even the original character models, they still look weird. <laughs> like nothing in this game ever looked perfect. Like this game was already janky to me in a general sense. So for me playing it now, I'm not really picking up on anything that's off. Uh, sure. I'll say the rain effects. God awful. I agree with that. Have you seen the rain in this game? I'm sure that's gone on the internet a lot. Yeah, I I thought originally at first I thought nothing of it, but then I realized, oh no, oh dear lord, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> and, yeah, and, dude. And the thing that really just ma- makes me angry is mm-hmm. like the um my favorite of the of the of these three games is Vice City mm, because okay. it's basically Scarface the game. Yeah, definitely. Like. Th- Besides the Scarface game, <laughs> yeah, like it's the it's the most blatant ripoff of property I've ever seen. <laughs> Certainly, and like uh, Matt Mobley, who I uh, who, who I hosted, me and him hosted a Dual Shock show mm-hmm. for yep. the original VGU, and we would I would always bring up the uh, beginning of Vice City, where um, Sunny and all the other characters are like. They're discussing time time versity, getting out of jail, mm-hmm. and like broken uh, broken wings by Mister Mister is playing in the background. It's like oh, atmospheric. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like there are so many times. Like I can't. I I've, I think I've lost count of how many times I've looked up that that cut original cutscene. <laughs> Just and to keep like, that nostalgia there. Yeah, yeah, and ironically, I looked up a fan uh, like done. Like remaster, wow! <laughs> and my God, it looks it looks so much so much better than man. It looks so much better than what Rockstar shed out here or Grove Street Games, excuse me. Yeah, like they. I don't know if you've seen the meme going around, but it's it's, it's uh, Patrick Patrick Star, um, like the the video or the image of him, like doing like scientific work. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> where it's like Rockstar making the uh, the testicle, the horse testicles, realistic. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then him with the broken like wooden board stapled to his head, and it's like them remastering the PS2 yeah. games. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I saw that meme as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is crazy. I understand it is Grove Street, Grove Street Games that has worked on this uh, port job, but like, dude, it seems like. My my problem is like you can they it's if you want to take the mobile ports of these PS2 games and use those as a baseline to bring these games to the next generation of consoles, 
I am fine with that. That is not what I would have done, but I can accept that if people still had access to those original games. The fact that, like, I know they're they're putting the games back up on their store on PC, which is kind of lame because they took them off of Steam, which is where everybody wants to play these games, but they're putting them back on PC. So that's, you know, a, a partial credit there. You still can't play those original games on Xbox digitally unless you have a disc. I don't even think... I don't think those games are available in the backwards compatibility program. So if that's the case, bad, bad news for you on PlayStation. um, I don't think those they took that off the store like those PS2 to PS4 versions that I originally played way back in the day. You can't buy those anymore. Like you can't get these games on console at all unless you were able to get a, a physical copy. And in the case of the PlayStation version, you can't do that at all. And in the case of the Xbox version, most of those you can't do, especially if there's no backwards compatibility option on the modern consoles. So you took away the ability to play the better version of these games, the less janky version of these games. And then you shout out this, which it it makes the gameplay improvements I wanted. It does make the game a little less hideous, not because the bugs are fixed, but because overall the resolution it's running at is a little bit higher and it just looks a little bit sharper because they, you know, touched up the textures and stuff but it is still a it's technically an inferior version of the game the only thing with my experience since this is like kind of my first experience uh with the game uh outright it is the gap between the quality of the originals and this one isn't as big as i'm sure it is to others uh if you know those original games like the back of your hand Playing the, this new version is just not going to hit. It, it is going to make you upset. It's going to make you mad, you know, all the above. But for me, nah, <laughs> I, I, I'm I, playing it. I'm enjoying it for what it is. I'm not really expecting much more out of it. I think a lot of people were expecting, oh, Rockstar's doing this. It's going to be incredible. And then it came out of this. Literally, this is just a mobile game that barely doesn't even run at a constant frame rate on certain consoles like the ps5 version doesn't even hit a steady 60 frames in performance mode uh at launch at least they might have released patches by now but that shouldn't have even been the case at launch so yeah that's my whole thing um i don't know if i'm gonna play more of it because gta 3 is i'm starting to get to a point in gta 3 where it's demanding certain things of me and i'm having to get creative with how to (laughs) with how to accomplish some of these things like there's there's one mission i have to do where without spoiling anything for this 20 year old game um at a certain point you get pushed off to the second island because everyone on the original island hates you like they open fire as soon as they see you so i got to that point of the game but then they gave me a mission where i have to go back to the first island and kill a guy that is coming out of a certain building And so every time I go up to the building, he has like five bodyguards, all with shotguns. And those shotguns do like 50% health on one hit. And there's three guys with them. So do the math. And so if I just try to run up there and throw grenades as soon as I see them, I always fuck up with the grenade throw and the animation. You can like rotate while you're throwing. You can't rotate while you're throwing the grenade. So one time I tried to throw a grenade, but I was like a little bit too close. So I tried to adjust and back up right before I threw the grenade but it already triggered the button. So I turned around. I went to go hit the button to throw the grenade, and then I stopped hitting the button to back up a little bit, 
and then I went to turn around and throw the grenade at them again, but I was still facing the wrong way. So I threw the grenade in the direction of where I was walking, <laughs> then turned around, threw another grenade, and then I blew up on the first grenade. <laughs> And I just killed myself. So it's like little frustrations like that because the game is old and it controls awkwardly still, even if, you know, you can tr use the triggers for shooting and driving. But I don't know. It's it's I'm having to because I saw that same mission that I was frustrated on. I saw gameplay in some random video on GameSpot where they were in that same mission, but they got on a they got on top of a rooftop across the street and just sniped them from a distance. So I can do that. I just got to. They don't tell you to do that in the game. They just say, kill him. Good luck. Okay, so, I'm so like, oh, what fuck. I'm picturing when you mentioned that grenade bit, mm -hmm. uh, have you ever seen the 2005 film Land of the Dead? No. <laughs> okay, so it's it's one of the it's it's the last great George Romero film in his okay. like in the in the of the dead films. Yep, the highest budgeted one, according to Bing. <laughs> yeah, and there's a scene like the whole plot, the main plot of the film is the zombies are get are starting to retain their um intelligence wow Interesting. so there's a scene where there's a bunch of um like, like fiddler's green is the, the location where the rich are up in the literal in are up in a literal tower while the poor the poor are like on the street on the street oh, level oh wow that's no and good there's a like the scene where the main scene where the zombies break in, like they there's I'm, I won't get into it because like I don't want to get I don't I don't want to just like work, work just get just spoil the movie. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's a, there's a scene where like a, a zombie who's hold, holding a machete, like he approaches a guy a soldier who has a um, grenade. He mm -hmm. takes he takes the pin out. Uh, the zombie chops his hand his his hand off. With huh, that, huh. that was holding the grenade, and he just blows up and dies. <laughs> My God! <laughs> it's, and the thing is, they didn't, even, they didn't even bother trying to eat him. They just said, "Ah, oh, he's gone." <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Yeah, it's honestly that's close to what happened with me, but even worse because I took adrenaline right before I went over there, <laughs> thinking, "Oh, okay, if I take adrenaline, that'll give me, I'll do slow motion, and I'll have more time to react." And so I had to hopelessly sit there, watch my character fall on the ground in slow motion after the explosion, and then a car came by and ran me over to finish the job, <laughs> all in slow motion, and I couldn't move. Or, what Burnout Three is what super old at this point it's like a good 15 years old maybe and that game still as fun as the day it came out so you know it is what it is there but that's besides the point we've been talking about pokemon blue mm -hmm. red and blue are, are great games and they came out over 25 years ago exactly or, no not not 25 close to 25 years ago yeah, these games, that's the point. These games can still be great. You just have to tweak them and touch them up a little bit to make them work for modern standards. And they did a lot of that tweaking, but they could still do more. At, at In the current state, I could probably grit my teeth and bear through it at this point where I couldn't have done it with the last game, but y'all could, they could still do more. It's Rockstar we're talking about. Grove Street or not, Rockstar has their name on this. They could have put more time into this. They could have put more money into this, so on and so forth. More effort they could have put into this, especially the the people who made the the horse te testicles shrink in Red Dead Redemption Two couldn't put enough effort to make these games good. Like, come on now, I, I don't want to believe it. So yeah, and um, mm -hmm. 
in the arcane in the arc arcane chat, like which is what VG would end up becoming in, in, later in his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to the arcane. <laughs> that like this, this is well this is well before like the, the hit. Um, oh yeah, the hit Netflix television show <laughs> from yeah, Riot. Was, yeah. Um, Matt was going on about how uh, one of the Housers left. Leslie Benzies left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the core founding members of Rockstar left. What at this point, it's like a couple of years ago, like two years ago, maybe. Uh, Leslie Benzies left in like 2015, 2016 or 2017 at, at, at most. Oh, yeah. Wow. Or at the latest. And like the, there's that, that whole lawsuit that was like dragging like Rockstar secrets basically into the, into like the like into the light. Yeah, like the whole their their whole crunch crunch uh, crunch culture. Yeah, crunch culture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rockstar has had problems with a lot of that labor stuff, and it's that's been well documented. But like, goddamn, you you can which makes it even. I'm not saying that people should have crunched to make this remaster be worth a damn, but like, you care about putting all the effort into games so hard back then, and then now you're just like, fuck it. We'll just yeah, release like, anything. If you want to hear more about this, listen to the first episode of the LHD podcast, Rockstar Crunch. Yeah, holy fucking shit. What a fuck. What a pull. Yeah, if you want to listen to that, scroll all the way down. Like, yeah, literally, <laughs> like the just grab the grab the cursor, go to like the bottom, literal bottom of the barrel. It'll be there. Exactly. Yeah, just just all the way at the bottom of this feed, you can find that 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 little nugget of information there. God, that's fucking crazy. That's I was really proud of that episode title too, Rockstar Crunch. <laughs> like and, it was a serial. And ironically, me, I brought up G, uh, I brought up G four on that episode. Yep. Oh wow, coming back full circle, huh? All as we began is how we end. And speaking of you know circular histories, I don't know. I'm gonna segue us to the topic of the show now. <laughs> Xbox. Yeah, we've been talking for a while, but yeah, Xbox is the topic of the show, uh, or at least one of the topic of the shows. We're we're gonna be talking about this uh, infit or wow, Infinity Ward. Well, more Treyarch than Infinity Ward, but we'll get to the Activision stuff later. Um, so yeah, first off, this Xbox event happened. They had a little live stream here where they took a look at the history of Xbox over these last 20 years of the of the brand uh, and without really going through the entire video and everything that happened in that live stream I want to focus on the two big things that happened there um, now I don't know how much we have to say about one of these but I know I have a lot to say about the other one so let's start with the one that we might not have too much to talk about uh, Halo Infinite it came out or at least the multiplayer did uh you can now play halo infinite for free on xbox and pc right now uh and it is i am really bad at it (laughs) have you have you played any of the multiplayer halo that that got surprise release there um no because i literally my my senses like or my my reflexes have dulled so much like degraded so much compared to where it was like 14 years ago uh yeah for 12 for 12 like 12 to 14 years ago like 07 mm-hmm. to like 20 20 2009 2010 yeah so what you're saying is competitive multiplayer shooters not going to work for modern day al no 
Yeah. I mean, I, I fully get it, fully understand it. Um, my whole thing, what the fuck? Okay, let me just pause real quick and say this. This is a complete non sequitur. I made a tweet about uh the Chrono Cross rumor that it's getting remade for my PlayStation. I quote tweeted that tweet and said, dudes in their mid-30s are going brazy right now. Why did a UFC fighter like that tweet? <laughs> I don't know who Dwight Grant is, but I just saw that name and I was like, who the fuck is this dude dressed up as Jax in his avatar? He's a UFC fighter. <laughs> he is so, someone who, who will beat you up if you, if, if you criticize him. Well, hey, nothing's wrong with them. G good for you, man. Get Live your fucking life. I'm proud of you. But like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> that is just very random. Uh, anyway, I'll say that I did hop into uh, the Halo Infinite multiplayer just to like see what was up, just to play a little bit. And here's the thing, because I talked about it several episodes ago. Uh, if you search Halo Infinite on the website, you'll pop up with the episode where I talked about it. But I played some of the beta that came out for Halo Infinite, and I was doing pretty decent. What I realized, that beta were just bots. That entire beta was bots except for the final day of the beta where they turned on PvP. I am horrible at this game. <laughs> I oh, am man. so bad. I was doing terrible even against the bots. Dude, the bots, I was doing great. Like, or I'm not saying I was dominating them, but I was holding my own, you know? Like, I was able to, like, track my track these enemies and everything. I was doing solid. But now that PvP has been turned on and I don't have the bots anymore, well, I could just play bot matches, but that's not fun. But, God, I'm just not doing good. People know all the spawns for the weapons already. People are just nailing me. Like, I am dying so fast, and I shoot other people, and they're dying so slow. And I don't know how this is working. <laughs> like, I think I'm over here doing good, or I'm do playing the game correctly, and I'm just getting wiped. Like, every single match I play, just down bad, down bad, down bad. Now, perhaps I'll play some more of it. I've only I've played just under an hour of it so far because... What incentive do I have to play more? I keep getting my shit pushed in. But I'm not going to give up on it quite yet. When the campaign comes out, I will be playing that campaign regardless. But for multiplayer, I do want to try it a little bit more just to see if I can get something out of it. Because I would like one of these. Honestly, people talk a lot of, you know what? What are the other two games? Because there's, there's two other games that people are talking about taking the shooter crown quote unquote for this for this holiday season oh uh, battlefield and yep. call of duty battlefield and call of duty that is correct and from what i haven't played too much of battlefield i only played less than an hour of the beta when that came out all those months ago and uh i played when they had the multiplayer beta for call of duty i tried that one as well and i put in a non insignificant amount of time in that one. <laughs> I think I put in like three hours into that beta. So like call of duty is just that type of gameplay style is what I'm more used to, which is why something like speaking of halo split gate, infinite warfare, or I think it's just called split gate now, but um, that game is really hitting that halo type feel for me a little bit better just because the time to kill in that game is a lot slower or a lot lower is what I'm trying to say. So I think I'm going to go back to Splitgate rather than Halo uh, in the long term, but I will keep trying out Halo a little bit more. But I'm, I'm telling you right now, it ain't for me. I ain't going to shit on it. I'm not going to say it's bad because I can just tell I have I haven't grown up with these 
with the old school sensibilities that Halo is really asking of me. I didn't grow up playing shooters like that. I started with the Call of Duties and such. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I know it's not really on the docket, but mm-hmm. uh, Battlefield is get, is like getting it's just is it's just getting dragged through the dragged dragged through the, the mud. It is. You, and you know like, what? It, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I I follow Lauren Sontag on uh, TikTok, and he'll 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 put put stuff of his uh, like little clips of his uh, streams on there. Mm-hmm. Every huh. single one I saw of Battlefield 2042 made me just go like, "Wow, what is going on with this game?" <laughs> I mean, like, the game janky, buggy as all hell, but. I don't know. It might just the type of game it is, the way that it's built out, like the core of that might be more appealing to me than Halo, even if Halo is the more polished, more quality product right now. Like an example, uh, Lawrence was in a tank and he got and it and they just and the tank fell through the world, he then got out of the tank <laughs> and tr- he then started falling back in, in fall, like falling faster than the tank. Huh. Like, God. Like basically just going straight to hell, <laughs> and like just hopping out there, like drag me down, drag me to hell. Oh my god! Yeah, like yeah. It, it is. Ooh. How how does this happen? Like, first, I mean, hey, co- COVID fucked up a lot of development cycles, but yeah, like not I'm, too many. A lot of games got delayed because of it, but Battlefield had to come out. Those shareholders had to be happy, so they got what they asked for. You know what? I am kind of glad. Like, the what was the Shigeru Miyamoto quote about? Uh, <laughs> like delays. Uh, a a bad game is bad forever, but a delayed game will eventually be good. Something like that. Yeah, and like with everything with um the sequel, the sequel to Fallen Order, I'm really mm-hmm. glad that it's not it's not even it's like it's not it's not even confirmed yet, and that game is set to release in a year or two. Wait for the the Fallen Order sequel. Yeah, like or at least oh. at least next year, as like a re- reveal. Okay, next year reveal, I can believe that, but that shouldn't come out until twenty twenty three. Yeah, like the um, there's like another Star Wars game that's getting announced next month. Next month, mm. like halfway. a different one entirely. Yeah, I saw that uh the tease that they had. Yeah, and I I I really wonder what it's gonna be. Hmm. I, I don't think it's going to be, uh, I don't think, oh, you know what it could be? It could be one of these, because uh, didn't Ubisoft announce they're making a Star Wars game like last year or something? Yeah, but that, they they shared that they're not really like, they're, they're focusing more on the Avatar game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's probably not it, but. And I really hope it's, that the, the, the announcement isn't going to be the Quantic Dream game. Oh no, that's now yeah. that you say that, that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> oh fuck. Like we're gonna just, get a woman's gonna, nudes leaked in the Star Wars game, aren't we? No, we're gonna get um David Cage just re redoing the uh open like the opening to um Indigo Prophecy where he's just playing with two lightsabers, like just using them as like air traffic control lights. Oh no. <laughs> Hi, I'm David Cage. And I'm a Jedi. <laughs> I don't want that. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see. The thing about... I think the genre of a Quantic Dream game is a compelling and interesting genre. 
if it was being made by any other developer and with any other head writer. <laughs> like, yeah, and those uh, games would appeal if it wasn't Quantic Dream making them. To me. To me, one I'm the, saying. One of the, like, before uh, Wynn went on, uh, before we went on a hiatus, mm-hmm. there was, a, like, it was, it was one, like, the second or third to, to last uh, episodes we did. Yeah. We, um, we were talking about um, stuff that was going on with Quantic Dream, like, like the controversies, the controversies, like the stuff that was going on with the, them, like legally, um, internally, and mm-hmm. I do not if I don't I don't want to buy anything ever. Like I, yeah, uh, I, 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 if I if I could re, like permanently like I may, I may just hide all like all the Steam games that I I own that they, that they developed. <laughs> Uh, I don't blame you for that. I don't blame you for that. And I think if this if that Star Wars rumor about them making a Star Wars game is true, I have a feeling that all that controversy and stuff is going to get brought back up and people are going to be like, all right, you're making this game. This is our opportunity to like grill you about this while you're in the spotlight. Because Quantic Dream isn't a universally loved developer in the same way that like, how, how do I say this? Whenever, uh, not even Ubisoft, well, actually, yeah, Ubisoft. Ubisoft put out Far Cry 6, and people are like, oh, I don't love Far Cry 6. But they care. P- P- Far Cry 6 has a positive enough reception in general that people are going to care about talking about the game more than they care about to talk about the publisher. Where in the case of, uh, oh, man, Quantic Dream is making a Star Wars game, they might have a few sentences to say about that game, and then they're going to be like, all right, Quantic Dream, we know you more for your fuck-ups now at this point than your quality of your games so we're going to be talking about this so i don't know all that's a complete non sequitur uh you know we'll see what happens in the future with that thing but um to to go back on topic here <laughs> um so yeah halo we haven't played too much of but let me tell you al i put this in the doc i teased it in the doc i have been diving deep into the second part of the news stories that they've announced during this presentation Xbox has come back with a vengeance with this backwards compatibility uh, initiative. Now, yeah. sadly, this is the last update that we're going to have for backwards compatibility. They're not adding any more games to the backwards compatibility slate. I mean, I mean if they're if they're going out, they're going out on a high note. Yeah, a very a very high note, I would say. And um, as mm-hmm. I as I mentioned on Twitter, there's now you literally have no reason that you can't do the uh, blood and sand LP. <laughs> I mean, I've had the I've had a physical copy of the game on PlayStation Three forever. I just got to finish playing it. Um, at this point, I'll probably just start over. But if I could, because the day that I saw this was announced, I was like, you know what? At least they have achievements on Xbox. How much is a copy of 360 version of Blood on the Sand? Um, turns out it's quite a bit more than I'm willing to pay. But uh, it's like fifty dollars. Wow. And, and- I have like I I I have that games like I have multiple copies of that game sitting in like one sitting in my on my my in my dresser, the other just sitting in a uh, game case. Really? Yeah. Huh. All right. I might uh. We might have to hit. I might have to hit you up about that because I might uh ask for a copy. Uh, oh yes, yeah. of course. Yeah, because fifty dollars just to play Blood on the Sand in all likelihood once. <laughs> Maybe not the best use of my money. Um, but yeah, for, for these uh, backwards compatible games, I have purchased you know so what? many. 
if need be, I will Venmo you the money to just to get that blown blow the sand up be done. <laughs> yeah, because I we I, I we I want to see that like re fully realized on the channel. Yeah, it deserves to be. It deserves to live because that game is hey, it's a special one. I'll say that much. But um, you you want to talk about old, weird, bad kind of, but still endearing somehow games? I have been diving deep. I have been playing so much shit. I'm opening up Exophase right now to see what I've been playing recently. So actually, I have a stack right here. I went on eBay, found a nice $10 copy of Advent Rising. <laughs> a uh, fine, a fine venture or a fine game that Tommy Tallarico not only did music for, but reviewed. Yeah, which is sort of a conflict of interest, but it was a different time back then. Yeah. Um, yeah, Advent Rising. I, I saw a YouTube video about it. It was a review for it, and it seemed like one of those games that was just just er, mid two thousands as fuck in all the best ways. So I said, you know what? I want to see what's up with that. So I bought it. And there's some water damage on this manual, but by God, there's a manual for this fucking game. So I want to play. I don't know if I'm gonna. Oh wow, this case has Blockbuster imprinted on it. Oh my God. <laughs> Like I, I took the manual out and there's a blockbuster logo embezzled onto the case. That's incredible. <laughs> Keep that. That'll be worth something one day. Oh yeah, it will. Oh my fucking god. That is that's actually hilarious. Um, so yeah, Advent Rising. I, I haven't played much of it, but I put it in just to like open it up to see. It doesn't run at 60 frames, which is a little bit sad, but it runs and it's fucking weird and janky. So I'll tell you how that plays later. Um, this one I think I'm gonna save for I think I want to play it during Black History Month just because it'd be a fun one. I bought Black College Football, the experience. <laughs> uh, what is it? Doug Walker edition? Or I think Doug Williams edition. Uh, yeah, Doug Williams. Uh, I saw it because uh, along with... Um, so I think we're buried the lead here a little bit. They added over 70 titles to the backwards compatible game selection. So 70, 360, and original Xbox games are now playable on your Xbox One or Series X or S. And in that list, they also updated, I think about, I think it was like 40, 30 or 40 games to FPS, or they added FPS boost to a bunch of games. Um, here, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the list that they just added. Uh, yeah, 33 titles got FPS boosts that were already, you know, brought to backwards compatibility or in this new batch of the 70 games. And so I saw on that FPS boost list, Black College Football Experience, Doug Williams edition. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I've never heard of this game. I don't know who Doug Williams is. Like, like straight up. I was like, what the hell could this possibly be? And I looked it up, and it's a it's a football game. It's a Madden-like, but there's a drumline challenge where it's like the movie Drumline, and they have the notes rolling down the screen like it's uh like it's Guitar Hero or something, and you play along the drumline. And there's a jukebox feature where they have uh, band versions of like Young Jeezy songs and Beyonce songs and Earth, Wind, and Fire songs. And I'm like, bro, this is like, because me and my family would go to Battle of the Bands all the fucking time as a kid. And we'd watch all the bands from all these different uh, HBCUs, historically black colleges, play all of these like because you go to a football game, they're going to be playing. Oh, here's the theme song to Friends or they're going to be playing. Oh, here's a fucking Rick Ashley song, like all the shit that you'd expect in like a Coles waiting room or something. Or, <laughs> no, I was going to just mm -hmm. throw out a Bobby McFerrin song, but that <laughs> you probably wouldn't hear that in the Coles. <laughs> no, um... 
No, but I, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say this because I just realized I, just, I completely, completely, like I totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl also have has a um, like the has a a more like a lesser like um like rock band unplugged style thing where like you press the button, you have to time perfectly. Uh, you have to they're like long parts where you have to uh hold it like hold the hold the, the note and then uh, tap it huh wow didn't expect that from that game <laughs> and i was having like i was ha- like a little freaked out because like i almost like i, I nearly had a like panic attack over the end of the simpsons uh lp i did because oh. of the, the, the literally you're you're fighting god in uh and like a rhythm in a uh, rhythm like a, game yeah in a rhythm game and it's just like 1v1 ddr with christ <laughs> it was it was pretty much that but i was just so angry that at the end of the game it's like you you, you know you made it to the end but screw you you you're not you're not LPing this game <laughs> yeah oh god you they let you get all the way to the end just to fucking knock you down all the way back down <laughs> Which, uh, which uh, thinking about it, that's very Old Testament God. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah, just uh, he's on brand, I'd say. But um, but yeah, I I haven't actually played any of uh Black College Football Experience yet because I think I want to save it for a video for February because I think that would be appropriate. So I'm gonna wait on it, but I own it, and I fucked up because it, it, you can yeah. save it for uh, certain things happening. Certain thing we're gonna be doing. That is true. I forgot about that. I, I might save it for that for that show as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna save it. Long story short, for what I'm saving it for, you'll find out in a couple weeks or months. We'll see. Um, so yeah, I I haven't touched that one. Uh, I have jumped into uh Fear. I bought the original Fear, which did get an FPS boost, and that game it not only runs very well, but it looks. I'm not going to say they updated the resolution or anything, but the frame rate makes it feel like a more modern video game. Because I actually played Fear 1 just a couple, like maybe an hour of it on PlayStation 3. It feels ancient. It feels not great to play. It is not good. But, oh man, it feels like it feels like it's a game worth playing with the frame rate boost now. Um, if you have it on Xbox One, uh, definitely go out and get that. Now, the thing about Fear 1 it is only available as a disc. It is no longer available digitally. Um, so that's a little bit of a bummer. But if you can get your hand on a disc like I was able to from GameStop, it is worth it. I highly recommend it. Uh, so, yeah, that one's great. And uh, they added a bunch of other games to frame rate boost here. Let me open up that tab again. Um, yeah, I, I do want to go back. I think I might do Dead Space 2 and 3. Now that that has frame rate boost, I might check those out. Uh, I have a copy of Assassin's Creed 1 coming my way, so I can play that with frame rate boost. Uh, I bought a Christmas gift for my friend from Walmart, and in order to get the shipping over the edge so I can get it for free, I had to buy something else. And I was like, hey, Assassin's Creed 1 is like 10 bucks. Let me do that. So I'm going to do that. Gears of War Judgment has frame rate boost along with the rest of the entire series. So Gears 1, 2, 3, of course, Judgment, of course, and Ultimate Edition. They all have frame rate boost now. So for Ultimate Edition, that already ran at 60 frames per second. 
but now it runs at, I think, 120, which is pretty cool. But for Gears of War 1 to Judgment, that never had a frame rate boost. I had to play through Gears of War 2 all the way through with at 30 frames, and it was the only game in that series that was a 30-frame game. So very excited to see that. Uh, I played some Medal of Honor Airborne in the frame rate boost mode, and that game, still a little bit janky, still feels very early, like this is a certain shooters had a certain way they played before call of duty 4 and this is one of those games but you know there's still some fun you could have with that played and a little bit of mm-hmm. and there was of course the the gimmick of having like dying and respawning <sighs> and as like as an like, paratrooper yeah yeah that that's the core gimmick of that game where you start every time you die you come back and you're a paratrooper even it's the like, missions um, start like that it's like Battlefield, um, modern, modern, modern combat, I think. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is true. Modern combat was similar to that. I totally forgot about Battlefield Except modern combat. The only difference is that, well, with the uh, mellow with airborne, you just respawn, you do like yeah. a, uh, like a, a, like a cool, like, um, evil dead, like, like, um, demonite. Oh, yeah, like I rise or from dead, the grave dead type thing. No, uh, I'm more like a, um, you like go first person and just like search like or just like speed into the body of the character you're gonna take over. Yes, mm-hmm. which is yeah, I remember very, that from Modern Combat. Very metal. Yeah, <laughs> definitely metal, which is definitely on brand for that target demographic. But uh, yeah, there's I played a little bit of Sonic Generations as well just to see the frame rate boost in that. I want to get Sonic Unleashed to see how the frame rate boost looks on that, but then I got to talk myself off that ledge because I own it on PC and it probably runs it higher than 60 on PC, so I should really just calm down. But there's a couple other games on here. I did try out Mirror's Edge as well in the frame rate boost. It looks really good there. Um, but there's some other ones I definitely am considering going back to. Like I said, Dead Space 2 and 3 I want to go back to. Binary Domain has frame rate boost on here i don't think i'm gonna actually pick up binary domain i love that game but i already played it on ps3 and excuse me and i own it on pc so i'm pretty sure it's gonna look great on there with a high frame rate on pc but i i have a feeling for a lot of these uh backwards compatible games i mean i don't know how much longer xbox is going to be giving away xbox 360 and original xbox games just for with games for gold but i can definitely see binary domain being one of them because that's a great game still far cry 3 the 360 the 360 version of far cry 3 that is now frame rate boosted fable 3 and fable anniversary frame rate boosted i i'm my plan one of these days to finally finish uh fallout new vegas on xbox because it is frame rate boosted a lot of great frame rate boosted titles a lot of new titles came to backwards compatibility as well um Shit, how did I not mention this this entire time? Uh, you can now play the entire Max Payne series on Xbox. Uh, they brought all those back with uh, backwards compatibility. And I think, let me actually look before I say this out loud. There is one thing that they couldn't bring back. Wait, for Max Payne? For Max Payne 3. No, Ma- Max Payne 3, I'm pretty sure is here. Hold up, hold up. No, no, just one person, uh, Sam Lake. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that they, they couldn't bring him back. That's he, true. He, he is Max Payne for, for me. Yeah, I hey, I feel that, you know, the classic Max Payne stands, you know, rise up. I respect it. But yeah, can't bring him back. But Max Payne 3 is still a fucking phenomenal game, even without the same face model. <laughs> but yeah, it is. They brought back a lot of stuff. I've been diving deep because uh, 
how did I not mention this on the show yet either? Um, I got that Halo Xbox, the Halo Xbox Series X. I've been playing all of these games on that, and I've been having a blast. Uh, even even stuff that isn't frame rate boosted, I've been enjoying. I bought Conan, <laughs> the 2006 God of War ripoff Conan. Uh, played a little bit of that too. Uh, I've just been playing a lot of old stuff. And now that I have a Series X instead of a Series S, there are some frame rate boosted titles that only played at a higher frame rate on the Series X. So now that I have that, I've gone back to Shadow Warrior 2 just to see how that will play. I've gone back to a couple of other games. Uh, it's it's I'm having a good time. Xbox has been killing it. And all these backwards compatibility things. I've, I've been playing Dead Island Riptide, for Christ's sake. Um, so I've been really getting deep into it. Dying Light as well. I bought Dying Light this week specifically just to play on series x so uh yeah I it's remember, a good time I, I saw your tweet about how it's hitting, hitting different this time mm -hmm. yeah because when i first played it i was like i'm not really feeling it now i'm like oh man i love the parkour in this game but as soon as i gotta like fight something i'm like uh i want to get back to running around <laughs> so we'll yeah. see if i continue to feel like that but good stuff on xbox's side but yeah i have you are, do you have any plans on trying some older games that are here, you know, in this new list of backwards compatibility uh, titles or do you have any? Well, here, I'll show you, I'll share the link to the updated backwards compatibility titles because I don't think I put that in the doc. But um, do you think you're going to go back to any of these older games or are you just happy they're here <laughs> in general? Uh, I'm mainly happy they're here. And I, but I'm a little at the same time, I'm a little uh, upset because. I own way too many of these games, like as as they were. Yeah, like I own Conan, I own Fifty Cent Blood and Sand, <laughs> I own Fear, I own Sonic Unleashed, both on three sixty and PC. Oh, then in a lot of cases, you might as well just play them on PC. Um, I may, I, if anything, I'll give, um, I'll, I'll give Dead Space two and three uh, another uh, chance. Yeah. Wait, are you one of those people who only played Dead Space One? No, I I played I beat Dead Space One, beat Dead Space Two, but I there was a bit of a delay in the during my time oh, playing uh De Dead Space Two. Oh, okay, yeah. Huh. Like I got to a point where I just I just completely forgot what was going on and what was what I was doing. And I had mm -hmm. no idea what I I I'd completely forgotten what how to defeat the uh, main boss or the end the end boss. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> well, that could be frustrating. I, I honestly, but, I forget most of Dead Space Three, but at the same time, I'm I'm wondering if they're gonna be like they're gonna integrate anything from two, like the story of two into um, the remake. Oh, you know because what? There's, they, yeah, they did say that they're gonna be adding like cha changing the formula, like story wise. Huh. Okay. I mean, I don't think. I, I like to think they're not going to lean into three, but two, they might bring some stuff in to make it a little bit more cohesive as a trilogy, I guess. But like, I, yeah. I won't be I won't be surprised if they retcon uh, the DLC for three. Oh, yeah. The the world ending DLC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty cool. But yeah, there's we'll, we'll see what they do for Dead Space. Dead Space is a good is a good one to go back to. I'm looking at this list now. There's even crazier games on here that i forgot to mention like time splitters 2 and future perfect are on here they got fucking mortal Kombat versus dc universe <laughs> like again i own already own these games on on disc i mean 
that's the thing. It's good that you have them on disc. Now you can put those discs into your Xbox Series X and play them like they're brand new. And I think because Xbox has always been great about cloud saves since the 360, you can just play a lot of these games using those old saves and it'll just upload them. So you're fucking set for life, my guy. Yeah, I, I hate I, I hate that to be the yeah, but guy. Uh-oh. Um, there are certain games that aren't like are not like I know now are never going to be uh, backwards compatible on Series mm. X. Yeah. Uh, games, games such as Terminator Salvation. Uh, mm-hmm. Looney Tunes, Acme Arsenal. Uh, oh God, yeah. Men, men, in the that awful 360 Men in Black game. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I, I was a little bit bummed that this is the last drop that they're ever gonna have. Now, I'll just looking at their wording. It seems like this is gonna be the last batch of new games that they're putting on on uh, back compatible. But as far as frame rate boosting this is the last batch of frame rate boost that they're going to have for the foreseeable future, which I feel like means they're leaving the door open for next year or a couple of years down the line. Maybe they'll add some more games to the FPS boost option out of the current batch of backwards compatible titles we have. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, there's, I'm just glad they got 50 cent blood on the sand in there i'm glad that they went and got the obscure shit that no one would think of and you talked about terminator salvation one of the most infamous easy gamer score games or easy platinum trophies they do have avatar the last airbender the burning earth on the backwards compatibility list and you bet your ass i bought that for six bucks (laughs) (laughs) i'm not about to play it now because i want to save it every now and then microsoft awards will have a thing where they're like hey, we'll give you points for every achievement point you earn, and then I just run through a bunch of easy games. I'm saving that for that rainy day. But goddamn, I am so excited. <laughs> I am very excited about all these things. So it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a good time with Xbox. Um, oh, boy. OK, one of our bots dropped out, but the other bots still in. So we're fine. <laughs> uh, he's like, damn, y'all been talking for a long time. So, yeah. Speaking of that, that's enough of the backwards compatibility talk, enough of the Xbox talk. Very excited about the future of Xbox. I am a lot less excited (laughs) about the future of Activision Blizzard. Um, Now, sadly, we're going to have to, I don't want to talk about this too long, not because I don't want to talk about it, but because we've been here for a while. Uh, I think we're, what are we at, two hours now? Oh, we're well past two hours. So uh, let's discuss this a little bit here. Uh, so recently, Activision Blizzard has had more controversy going on, uh, which is really just the same controversy. Of course, uh, there's a lot of uh, talk of sexual misconduct happening at that company, a lot of gender discrepancies happening in that company, a lot of bad stuff in general. Um, but what has come out is that, you know, meanwhile, Bobby Kotick was like, hey, uh, I'm just finding out about this stuff. I'm going to try and work to fix it. We're going to make everything better. Turns out he knew about shit this entire time. Uh, one example that he has, or not that he has, but one example that is written uh, in one of the stories that broke here. I forget if this is the Wall Street Journal story or the uh, Business Wire uh, one, but uh, back when all this was going on, there's a head over at Treyarch Studios, Dan Bunting, who was accused of straight up. All right, let me make a trigger warning here because we're going to be talking about some relatively harsh stuff. Um, there's a head of Treyarch here that got accused of raping a woman 
twice. Um, and this happened to her twice, and it was put under wraps and everything. And then Bunting was about to get fired from the company. And then here comes, you know, Bobby Kotick coming in, intervening and getting him to not get fired, getting him to keep his job and just getting him to, I don't know, do some type of, I don't know, taking a vacation or something to get away from it. Uh, Definitely came in and intervened. So he was definitely aware of at least one instance of sexual misconduct happening in his uh, studio. And it also came out that uh, he talked to another woman on one of his private planes. Uh, and threatened to kill her in some indirect way. Uh, it, it was a very apparently he quote unquote apologized it several years ago, but that is you, something that happened. You don't get to apologize for something like that. Yeah, that's not something that you can just say my bad and move on. Like that is some that's some hardcore shit that normal people do not do. So you people, can't. People yeah. have gone to jail and died for much less. Exactly. Like he. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you get to get away with that. But like it's it's more like he it's already that stuff that we're talking about now is bad. But then you look at stuff like like the the Francis Townsend letter that came out when all this stuff was first going on a couple months back where Francis Townsend was uh, a female employee there who was like kind of like a public relations person. Um, Here, I'm trying to. Yeah, I I know. I know what Sean about. We 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 covered it on, on episode one. Exactly. We covered it on that episode of Win, so you guys will remember that that note that they put out. And everyone hated that letter. Every, it was tone deaf. Uh, Frances Townsend was getting attacked so hardcore about it that she deleted her Twitter account. It was bad. It turns out Bobby Kotick wrote that letter and put Frances Townsend's name on it. And he even had to come out and say that letter was tone deaf, despite the fact that he wrote it himself. So, like some fucky shit going on all over the place uh and then we've had updates since i even you know started writing about this stuff for the show uh you know now they've put together some type of like uh like some type of committee that they put together earlier today where they said uh we're we're getting a bunch of experts here we're going to put together a committee so people can report to the committee if things are going wrong if misconduct's going on but the committee is being set up by the same shareholders who said that they're going to stand alongside Bobby Kotick at the Activision. So it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Where y'all don't want y'all, they so aggressively do not want to make a union that they'll make a bunch of committees to kind of fulfill the same role when it doesn't fulfill the same role. You got to have this led by the workers. It's, there was uh, hmm. something I, I, I it must've been, mm-hmm. it was, so, so it was very recent. Um, women at Activision blizzard, uh, putting out a like a I, I wasn't paying attention to it because i didn't know we, i didn't know we were going to be talking about it yeah but they just put it, i thought it was re, re, retweeted by uh someone who's just like considering everything that these women have gone through to just put out this thing in the middle of the night is not is like making is like just shows how terrible the situation is right now for them yeah that is another thing when they announced that committee they announced it at like because I saw it the next morning and it the post that I saw where they announced it was eight hours old. So they had to announce that shit at like 11 p.m. or midnight. <laughs> so it's just very it's fishy. It's underhanded. It's it's messy. And then, of course, you know, also Xbox uh, head Phil Spencer spoke it out and said that they're reevaluating 
reevaluating their relationship with Activision Blizzard. Uh, PlayStation spoke out uh, their head. Uh, God, what's his name? Jack Ryan? Jim Ryan. Excuse me. Um, yeah, uh, Jack, Jim Ryan. Jack Ryan yeah. is a... Uh, is a the fictional character right yeah jack ryan uh he is a spy that's it jack ryan he's a spy I, didn't tom cruise play him in a anyway it's that's besides no, the thinking, point you're thinking of jack reacher thank you jack reacher that's what i had in my head um in any case this is not that guy at all uh yeah jim ryan came out and said hey yo we're we don't think that they've sufficiently done enough to fix this reputation to fix the misconduct that's going on in the company and now today nintendo has also chimed in doug bowser said that he's disgusted by everything that has been revealed to be going on over there as well and the the PlayStation one comes with a bit of grain of salt because PlayStation this morning also got hit with a lawsuit from a woman saying that there's some uh, gender inequality going on there. So, you know, it's already I don't want to say people are throwing stones from glass houses, but it, this is an industry wide problem. Uh, misconduct for women and minorities in the workplace and LGBTQ folks uh, as well in the workplace. It has been so normalized to where every studio is going to be guilty of it to a different degree uh the what what makes the difference is if you're working on it there's some studios out there that are legitimately trying to create a better a better workplace for people activision just seems like they are not working on it where actually it sounds like it's from what, from what i'm hearing mm -hmm. it's like it's actually it's as if they're going they're just turning around and going in the complete opposite direction as fast as they possibly can. Yeah, just completely doubling down. It's fucking awful. Yeah, I, and it really, it made me so upset because we, we see all these things go off and we love to get on here and be like, oh, this bet, this thing happened to a company. Well, fuck this company. I'm not buying any of their games. Fuck them into oblivion, blah, 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 blah. And we talked about how this awful thing happened at a Call of Duty studio. And, you know, I... I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm friends with everyone I follow on Twitter. But, you know, sometimes I, I'm I'm cool with some people on Twitter. So they do a cool thing. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to support this thing. It fucking rips my fucking heart out. Uh, we talk about uh, we were just talking about Call of Duty Vanguard and how I enjoy that multiplayer. I've played the, the multiplayer trial that happened this weekend, played a little bit of that, enjoyed it, played the multiplayer beta, enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to picking up that game and I want to play that campaign. Belinda Garcia, one of the head writers on there, and she was tweeting about all this when it was happening, and specifically that Dan Bunting story. She was so like, I remember her tweeting like, "Fuck this," specifically, and then it, it clicked. It, it's like I knew all this stuff was affecting her somehow, but like it really made it even more apparent that like she's over here just working, making a product she is proud of, and all this shit comes out about your employer, <laughs> like awful and then you know and then of course you know a lot of us boycott the game which is like you know makes sense you know you, that's the only way these companies are going to listen if you affect their bottom line but in the crossfire it's caught some of these devs that have been working on the stuff it's it's a very messy situation and it really just it irks me how there's no easy obvious answer to any of this shit and i wish really honestly bobby Kotick just needs to resign that's the long long story short on it he needs to be out of here that's not going to fix every problem because even the shareholders who stood by him right now they need to dip out of here too but 
that would be the first step to some real substantial and probably permanent change in my opinion. So yeah, Bobby Kotick needs to dip. That's not an original point. Like everyone's saying that right now, but Bobby Kotick needs to get up out of there because what the fuck is he doing good for this company at this point? I just realized this means I can't really watch. I can't really enjoy my favorite, favorite uh, movie at, at like of all time anymore. Because oh, he's in it. Uh, what is it? The, the Brad Pitt movie? <laughs> Moneyball, yeah. Yeah, Moneyball. Yeah, why the fuck is he in Moneyball? <laughs> I remember he was in there, but like he, he played, yeah, like he played the he, he fucking played the owner of the uh, Oakland A's. God damn it! And see, he, this is he, mm. he's, he's basically just playing a watered down version of what he probably is really like. Yeah, he's always he's probably always been that schmarmy and always been that slimy and. Everyone's always, because even me, before all this shit came out about him, I remember seeing a video clip. It wasn't an interview. It was like at some shareholder thing. It seems like he was talking to a wide audience. And he was talking about how his a lot of the success that he's figured out for Activision is him looking at games less as an art form and more as a product and trying to get the assembly line of video game creation to be more like a Nabisco, to be more like a Frito-Lay, to have it to where you're making the same type of thing over and over again, and then shipping it out consistently once you figured out that model. That has pissed me off, because as soon as I saw that, it made sense, because this wasn't even, like, this is before Warzone. This is when Call of Duty was, like, still in like the late ps3 early ps4 era so it's before they had to go through a lot of aggressive changes i looked at that and i saw it so that's why call of duty is out here every year that's why you made a, a tony hawk game every single year for five years until no one wanted it no more that's why you did the same thing with guitar hero made a bunch of those every year until no one wanted it no more you run these franchises into the ground because you're just trying to make another one and another one and another one and another one until people are tired of it so i already yeah. didn't like him because of that, because of how he treats game development and doesn't care about the art form of it. And now he's a piece of shit on top of that. Not not that he is is a piece of shit. He's always been a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just it's just coming out now. That's the only difference here. It's yeah. coming out now, and we actually I don't want to say we actually care now, but I feel like over the past few years in this industry, the problems of this industry have been a harder to ignore and b it is ignoring it is not acceptable anymore <laughs> that is the thing where you know we we've always there's been a sexist culture in the games industry i mean we were talking about g4 right before the show and a little bit during the show um everyone remembers how it was such a big deal that jessica chobot licked a psp <laughs> Yeah, like that type of culture where that that alone isn't the worst thing in the world, but it is like, all right, that that's not going to feed into a very positive depiction of women in the industry. And so women have been dealing with that type of bullshit for forever. And then we got we've gotten to this point where, you know, you just can't take it anymore. And it's kind of come into contact with all these other conversations we're having with crunch culture where, you know, you used to be able to shit out a Grand Theft Auto game in 18 months. Or I shouldn't say shit out because those games were good. Um, but you're able to put out one of those games in 18 months because you're not killing yourselves as much to get that game out. But once the amount of work 
and the load of work became so much more intense with the PlayStation 3 generation and then even more intense with the PS4 generation, I'd say mid to late PS4, people realize we can't crunch anymore. We can't make these deadlines. We can't do this anymore. And so now we get here where on top of the crunch culture, it's like, all right, we're not crunching anymore. Why does my workplace still suck? You guys are still being sexist. You guys are still being racist. And you might not even realize all the ways in which you're doing it. But now people are educated and now we're getting to the point where people should know better, but they're not acting in the ways that they're supposed to act. So now we're getting all these reports come out left and right. Like I said, PlayStation just got hit with a lawsuit earlier today. Things are coming into light and some of this stuff has been hidden purposefully in the case of all this Bobby Kodak stuff and other stuff is just the normal things that we've normalized forever. Finally getting hammered out of the of normalcy. So, yeah, it's it's frustrating, man. I, I don't know what else to say. Um, we've talked about this type of stuff several times on this podcast, but I, I, I am at least a little bit happy that, you know, we got the two lawsuits that I think is still going on with Activision Blizzard. And now that we're getting all this stuff coming out about Bobby Kotick and now that we're getting all the console manufacturers talking about it in a public manner. This is the most hopeful I've been that something substantial might happen. Um, this is the most hopeful I've been that some real change is going to come through. And this isn't going to be like Ubisoft last year where everyone's mad and everybody's getting canceled. And here we are a year later and reports are coming out that things are pretty stagnant at, at Ubisoft still. Um, I want something to happen. I want this to be a moment we look back on and say that was the change. That was the switch and things got better from there. Um, I just don't know if that's the case yet, man. I, I'm slightly hopeful, but I'm just so hesitant at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. in a time when things should be getting better, just getting even more worse. Mm -hmm. See, I don't even, I don't even want to say that things are getting worse currently. I think it's just that we're finding out every day, just how bad things already were. When we thought things were fine, turns out they were not fine. <laughs> So it's 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 a damn shame. Um, I don't have any like great insight into what to do next, but all I can say is um, it, it's a decent idea to, you know, fight with your dollar. If you don't like what's going on at these companies, maybe don't buy their stuff. In the case of Blizzard, pretty easy to do that right now. Overwatch 2 is delayed. Diablo 4 is delayed. D2 Resurrection, Diablo 2 Resurrection did just come out but no one really cares about it. <laughs> no one's really talking about that game. Like, it's really easy to not be buying Blizzard stuff. For Activision, I just talked about my my weird feelings with, uh, with uh, uh, Vanguard, uh, Call of Duty Vanguard. I don't think I, I don't even think I feel comfortable playing that one right now. That just doesn't feel, I, in my heart, I can't look at an Activision logo and a thing and feel any type of good about it. Um, you know, Fighting with your dollar helps, uh, you know, any petitions that people put out supporting the developers helps as well. You know, you, you know, the things to do, you know, where you can go. But as far as the developers, man, we just need to do better. We need to change the culture day by day, moment by moment. Um, if you hear if you hear a, a guy say something weird or bad, you stop him right there and correct it. It's going to take that. We as men ourselves we have to be the one to change this thing because we are the ones who fucked it up. That's my perspective on it. We can't sit here and let women fight all of the battles that we, we can't make them fight their oppressor when 
us in us who benefit from the oppression can also help. So that's my whole thing. We're not going to change the world overnight, but God damn it. We'll make it a lot harder for people to think that they can fuck up the world in front of us. So I don't know. That's all I got, man. <laughs> uh, it's, it's nerve wracking. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else to add to that while I get mad because I just made eye contact with the copy of Nerf Legends on my desk? <laughs> um, you know, just echoing what you, what you said, we need to do right by like both sides of the like both 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 sides of the of uh, the games industry, like the developers and the consumers. Mm-hmm. There needs to be like a a symbiotic uh, relationship. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. And we just we just need to do right by them, like mm-hmm. like literally do right by every single person, mm-hmm. and just do the right thing. Do the right thing indeed, just like Spike Lee said back in the day. So yeah, that I mean that's all we got for that one. Uh, sorry we didn't have the deepest insight on that topic, but like, what the hell else can you say? Especially after the last week or so, where everyone else has been talking about it, it's been on our minds for a minute. So it's fucking it's it's fucking atrocious and i would like to think that by the end of this year we'll actually see some motion go on at least in the case of activision and god it would make me so happy if bobby kodak falls from this because i feel like he is one of the most cushy executives in the industry not because he's just overpaid but because he seems more akin to an exxon mobile ceo than a eve gilmaw or something like that uh from from ubisoft so like if he's the one who gets knocked down because of all this i hope that makes everyone i hope that makes the ceos at ubisoft nervous i hope that makes anybody at ea who might be guilty of some shit nervous excuse me and with the playstation lawsuit that just came out i hope that makes anyone who's not you know making that place better i hope that makes them nervous as well because i haven't really heard anything too bad about playstation until this lawsuit this morning so now i'm like Yo, if I find out Jim Ryan was sweeping some stuff under the carpet, you know, it's on. So I hope that he falls and I hope that that is a warning to everyone else that they need to get their shit together. Um, So, yeah, that's all I got for that one. And we have been talking for a very long time. (laughs) So uh, I think it's time that we go ahead and wrap up the podcast here. and it's been a good one. This has been a good show. A lot of uh, diverse games we've been talking about and a lot of fun topics here at the end as well. So uh, this is a good one. So let's go ahead and slide on to the housekeeping here. Uh, pretty short housekeeping, I'll say, uh, which is merciful considering how long you've been talking. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and start with this first one. It's pretty much all YouTube stuff this week. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, the first thing here is a VGU game night where uh, I think the rest of y'all, uh, what, Josh, Graydon, and you, Al, played Aliens Fireteam Elite. Is that correct? Yeah, and I really want to do more with like more videos of what this particular game because it, it may have taken almost a decade, decade to say this, but it's the superior Aliens game. Oh, okay. That's news. Where... where as previously, I would always hold like hold on to uh, Colonial Marines as saying, "That's that's my game." No, not anymore. My <laughs> my game is Fireteam Elite. Well, thank God. <laughs> Anything to get away from Colonial Marines. Oh uh, boy. Speaking of which, I, if that got frame rate boosted, oh, I play the fuck out of that. But anyway, 
Uh, so yeah, you can go ahead and watch that one because I've heard that game is pretty solid. So yeah, go ahead and check out that gameplay. Uh, speaking of Halo, like we were talking about earlier, we have another VGU plays. I believe this is a great and joint. Uh, yep. This one's for the Halo Infinite multiplayer. So yeah, go ahead and check that one out. You know, Graydon. Graydon's the homie. Always entertaining to watch and listen to and see. So uh, check out that Let's Play. That's another good one. Uh, speaking of Graydon, tell me why. Chapter no, 1, no. Part So oh, hold up. No, 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 no that's, that's me. Oh, wait. You're doing the Tell Me Why Let's Play? Yeah. Why did I think it was Graydon this entire time? Because he's 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 doing the he's gonna be doing the Love Strange Two Colors one. Thank you. That is why. Because we had a conversation about that, and I guess yeah. I just swapped the wires I, I, in my brain. No, I was sort of dragging my feet and um, like getting around to actually putting up the episodes. And fair enough. <laughs> I don't blame you there. Um, okay, well, in that case, Al is back with another episode of uh, the Tell Me Why Let's Play, Chapter One, Part Six, The Diary. So go ahead and give that one a gander on the YouTube channel. Uh, we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy earlier as well. Uh, you can go ahead and check out a let's play of that one. I believe this one is a great joint. No, that that was me as well. Okay, never mind. What I saw him on a solo video this week that I copy and pasted. Maybe I didn't put it in the doc, but I just like looked at it. Um, Possibly, or I'm I, just high. <laughs> I don't know. All I can say about this, like the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, video plays, I something was off with me with this with this one. Oh, why? Like your gameplay, or just like the vibe? The vibe was off. Hmm. Like okay. I, I didn't. I didn't feel confident. I didn't feel like I had, like, cause I was just. I was trying to. I was trying too hard to be to be a YouTuber. Like uh, to have like to, to react. Like try to make try to make conversation when I didn't really feel comfortable doing it. Hmm. Trying to force it a little too much. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been there before. So you know, it's no water under the bridge for that one but hey man you, you gotta sometimes you gotta just push through that we have so many videos on this goddamn youtube channel like we can afford one that you're you're not like the best one so it's fine it's fine uh so yeah give, give that one a gander because that game is really cool really pretty and you know you said you really dug it so i think it's really cool to see someone who enjoys the game playing the game and talking about it so I still think that one's worth checking out. So uh, go ahead and check that one out there in the description. And then also Austin John Plays, his YouTube channel is in the description as well from our earlier reference from the Pokemon stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, mm -hmm. The first video my recommended feed on uh, on YouTube is how to, how to complete the Pokedex and get the National Dex. Oh, boy, you're about to dive deep. <laughs> That's going to be a fun one. And um, and just to do a little bit of a tease here, because I think I'm going to do this. Um, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but Nerf Legends, I wasn't excited for it, but I was morbidly interested in it. So I pre-ordered it because there was a there was a weird thing that happened at Target where you could pre-order it for 25 bucks. So I did that, got it for PS5. and amazon price matched it so i pre-ordered it from them i've played this game and i already have applied to get my money back from amazon <laughs> <laughs> but i mention it here because i do want to while i still have it because it's the holiday season i don't have to return this thing until the end of january i want to make a video of nerf legends just to be a cautionary tale for people to watch out because this one might look cool from the trailers it ain't as cool as it looks. So I might make a cautionary video for Nerf Legends. 
Um, I also have some stuff come out in December related to Titanfall that's exciting. And uh, yeah, I, I got a bunch of weird old games that I'm going to be putting YouTube stuff on in the coming weeks and months. So look forward to that as well. But uh, oh, uh, mm-hmm. this is something that's probably going to be a while away, way, way, way down the line. I'm gonna, I want to try to get a video or some videos done of TMNT, the 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 uh, the 2006 game. No, the 2000, the 2003 one. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, we talked about that one, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm excited for that one. I want to get a blast from the past there. Oh, boy. So, yeah, you got a lot of, like, interesting content from us to look forward to within the next couple weeks. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting season. But uh, but for now, we're going to go ahead and leave you all to either chill with your friends for a nice day of love and camaraderie or chill with your family for a nice day of love and camaraderie or chill with yourself for a nice day of love and solitude because that can also enrich the soul. Uh, Whatever you're doing this Thanksgiving day, uh, I hope you're having fun doing it. Uh, Play some games, watch some TV, eat some food, whether it's turkey or, I don't know, egg egg foo young. (laughs) Because, hey, if you're not eating Thanksgiving food, Chinese is always open usually. So uh, respect to that. But uh, we're going to dip out of here. I'm going to go ahead and edit this so I can put it out on the internet before I go to work tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys will have a good time. Thank you all for rocking with us for yet another year, yet another season. I I say that like the year's ending, but just thank you for rocking with us. We appreciate the support. Uh, Al, thank you for hopping on again. It's This one was actually kind of last minute, so I appreciate you being open for it, man. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, as always, I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and hop up off of here. Uh, once again, thank y'all. We're, oh, my God. I'm losing my mind as we end this thing because we've been talking so long. All right. As I always say, this has been me, Emmett Watkins Jr. Keep it real. Keep it drill. And play on player. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>